It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What is up, y'all? Happy weekend. So excited to be hanging out with you guys all and my girl, Hillary. This is the Best Bits podcast. If you haven't listened before, what I do is I break down the Bobby Bones show, but more importantly than anything, because most of y'all have heard these segments. Some of you guys use this podcast to catch up. I like seeing it both ways, but more importantly than all of that is I bring somebody on the show and we talk about life and everything that we want to talk about in basically long form. So this weekend, I brought on Hillary. What up, girl? What up? I feel like I'm probably your longest, like, long-winded person. Oh, trust me. Lately, these podcasts have been going like two hours, and I think that people have been loving it. (laughs) So I think that's okay. Okay. We've tried to keep things short, but it never really happens. So Mm -hmm. that's okay. But we got a lot to get into. We got some celebrities in Nashville to talk about. We got Valentine's Day coming up. I mean, there's a lot here. So let's get into it. So Eddie saw Eric Church out in the wild in Nashville. I say out in the wild, but that's just like a phrase, you know, like he wasn't actually out in a jungle. Eric Church was at uh, his kids basketball game of some some sort. That's where Eddie saw him was at his own kids basketball game. And it it got me thinking because I've had a few run ins with celebrities in Nashville in my time here. I've lived here for, oh, gosh, I think we're going on six years at this point. So I've had a lot of run ins. I want to hear about Mm -hmm. any run ins you might have had with some celebs in Nashville. They could be country stars or not, whatever. Well, it's funny when you talk about like in the wild, I actually ran into somebody in the wild. I was out hiking and I ran into Brad Eldridge. Oh, he, was, yes. he had his dog with him, which he was so sweet. He was so well behaved. Um, Brett, I feel like is the person I've ran into a few times. I've run into him at True Food. I was eating with Mike D and his wife. Um, ran into him there and then I ran into him hiking. And I feel like there's one other place I've ran into Brett. I feel like Amy always sees him too. Like he's just the person we always see out and about, but I can't think of anybody else. I, his, he just comes to mind. He's the one that you constantly see out. Yes. I and will, he's so friendly. I will say like the, the craziest one for me was when my parents were in town and my mom is a huge Keith Urban fan. And I think I've mentioned Ooh. this before. Um, might, might've been on this podcast or not. I don't know. But, um, we ran into Keith Urban, Nicole Kidman, and their kids. They were all out oh together. Oh, my gosh. And so my mom, you know, she really wanted to say hi to him. But I was like, you know, we can't. Like, they're having a family day. It's very obvious. Like, you know, we we look afar, from afar and just say it's really cool. You saw Keith Urban out in the wild in yes. Nashville. Yes. And so we didn't go up to him. I mean, we did see somebody else go up to him. And, and much like Bobby's rule – he was with his kids, so he was like, you know, no pictures. Like, I'm not doing this today. We're having a family outing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I did see a fan get declined for a photo. Oh, it's so awkward. But my, it was funny because we had um, my family dog, Bella, and Remy with us because we were mm-hmm. out, like, shopping at this place where we could bring our dogs or whatever. And uh, Keith's kids played with the dogs. Oh, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And my dad was just sitting there like, what is happening is right crazy. now? crazy. <laughs> I know. That's like... The best way, though, to like an icebreaker is your dog mm-hmm. or it's like because people see the dog and they're like, oh, my gosh, that, you know, so cute. So that's like the perfect icebreaker. Yeah. Okay, and speaking of Nicole and Keith, this was one of those things where um, you were there. It was an event. So it wasn't like shocking. Yeah. Do you remember the CMA Award nominee dinner we went to? Oh, yes. With Lunchbox. I and turned, Eddie. Yes. Yeah. I turned around and Nicole Kidman was standing right behind me and I was like. <laughs> what is life right now? I don't belong here. Nicole Kidman <laughs> is standing right here. But that made me think of it. I feel like we were all just kind of like, 
oh my gosh. Yeah, we were very out of place at that dinner. I felt so out of place (laughs) because think about it. CMA nominees, bunch of artists, Mm -hmm. and then there's us. And we even took, I was just talking about this the other day with somebody. We took like a big nominee photo and I remember I stood by Charles Kelly and like Dirk Bentley's in front of me. Keith Urban's behind us. I want to know what happened to that photo. I know it never surfaced and it's probably because we were in it. Probably. And we, and we weren't allowed to be or something. Probably. I don't know. It, it had every nominee of everything, like the, the radio nominees along with the artists or yes. whatever. I mean, yeah. everybody, mm-hmm. if I find that photo, that would be one I would frame in my house. I mean, yeah, there was like 150 people in that photo. This yeah. is pre-COVID. So yes. back it, yes. when you could have massive group photos like that. We'd probably need and like we were at a this magnifying like mansion. glass. Yes. yes. Okay. Because the mansion, it had black toilet paper. And I was like, you want to know somebody's wealthy? Like get black toilet paper and the bathrooms. I have a video. I remember sending it to my family. I was like, this is insane. This is the bathroom I'm in. It was like all gold and then black toilet paper. It was insane. Also, why would you have black toilet paper over white toilet? Like, so you don't see things. I think just to show you're wealthy. Like, where do you even get black toilet paper? I think the I black did Google market. it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, I did go home and Google it. No, I can't remember. It was like two years ago. Um, I don't remember where you could get it from, but I remember it was like way more expensive than regular. I wonder if you can get like pink toilet paper. Oh, that's what I was just thinking. Color toilet paper. I've never, ever seen any color other than white toilet paper. Yeah. Besides that, I don't think I have either. I mean, I feel like they can make a bunch of colors and make, you know, the bathroom time more fun. So why, yes. why don't we do that? I'm shocked nobody has because so many people are really into decorating their homes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like HGTV, everybody loves it. So why wouldn't somebody get in the market of printed toilet paper? Like you can have all these prints, you could do colors. (laughs) There's like a leopard print that I'm using to be. (laughs) I mean, it goes with the theme of your bathroom. So, okay, there's an idea. Whoever, you know, whoever wants to do it, go for it. Yeah, I'm sure it's not as cost effective either. And people maybe not buy it as much, but I feel like it'd make bathroom time so much more fun. It would be fun. Um, I think your paper, your cup just moved. Oh, it's me. I'm moving the paper. Oh, okay. There's no like, ghosts in the studio. I promise. <laughs> I promise. I'm I'm looking at uh, things all in, okay. all in the desk area right now. Um, there was one other one that I've seen that I remember off the top of my head, and it was Marin Morris. Mm. I was shopping at the mall, and I just saw her just shopping for shoes, and I was like, Oh, cool. This is where we all shop. This feels weird. It okay. makes you feel good, though. It's yeah. like, oh, they're just like us. They shop here, too. Mm-hmm. None of the times that I've ever gone up to them, though. I've never gone mm-hmm. up to a celebrity in Nashville. I've just kind of let them live their life. Yeah, I just look from afar. I feel like I'm forgetting about so many people that I've seen. I you just have can't... ran into Savannah Chrisley because you've oh, told that, that story was on the podcast before. Yeah, that uh-huh. was awkward. I did run into her. Um, I, I mean, can't... I know there's more because of all the events we go to, but I'm thinking like in the in wild, the, yes. right? Like in, in their the natural wild. habitat. I know they're not animals, but this is the best comparison I can give. I know. <laughs> I just can't think of anybody. Oh, I, I actually take that back. I remember I saw Casey Musgraves at Burger Up, one of my fave places. I was mm. with Amy's kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was babysitting them. I remember um, I saw her and uh, oh my gosh, why can't I think of her ex-husband's name? Oh, Rustin Kelly? Yes. Yeah. They were they were eating at Burger Up, the one that was in East Nashville. Yeah, I don't even think that uh they live she lives here anymore. I don't know. At least I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah. I know she's I mean, I do know do. Taylor Swift has a spot here. I would love to run into her. She's one I would be so starstruck. I just don't know. I don't I couldn't approach. If you saw her, would you just like let her live her life or would you go up to her? It depends on the situation. If we just so happen to be like walking by as I'm walking, I'm just going to be like, I don't want to bother you. Just wanted to know, like, I'm 
such a big fan and I mean, I've loved like you since I was 13. Massive. So you want to try and get a photo? I don't, I'm so awkward. I don't like to bother people and I feel like I would be such a bother. So I think as long as I could let her know, like, Hey, I'm a big fan. And then maybe if she stopped and wanted to talk to me, but just like doing a walk by be like massive fan. <laughs> love you. You have no idea. And keep on going. <laughs> like, Hey, bye. I love you. You're great. And you yes, run away and then run away. Yeah. yeah. Cause I just don't want to bother her. And, but I know she's come out and said she doesn't care. Like she is one who's very serious about liking her fans and like mm-hmm. them coming up to her. But I don't know. I just feel like I'd be a, a bother. Yeah. I just feel like that'd be such a missed opportunity for you. You are a massive Swifty. Yes. And I thought about, cause she was, you know, when she's like redoing all her records, I heard that she was redoing them in the studios that she originally recorded them in. So I'm like, oh my gosh, if I drive down Music Row and like just see Taylor Swift outside, maybe I'll like wave, like <laughs> roll my window down and hey Taylor and keep on driving. That doesn't surprise me if she's just chilling in Nashville. I mean, I, I know she has a place here, at least if she yeah. hasn't sold, sold it, then she definitely has a place here. And I think her parents still live here. Yeah, I think I have heard that too. I would just, I'd love to see her. Okay, that's one that you'd love to see but haven't seen. Yes. You know, there's also two, like, I think it's funny because I think there's some celebrities that I've likely seen and I didn't recognize. I'm sure there are because people wear, you know, the hats and mm-hmm. sunglasses. I'm sure that we've seen seen people before. I know. Well, I, when I'm thinking about, too, like, there's so many rockers that live in Nashville that I mm-hmm. don't know what they look like. Yes. Like, if somebody tells me a name of them, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. That's who that was. Yeah. But... I would have no idea. No, I would not recognize them. Just like it was somebody who somebody was recently here for a concert, big rock show. Oh, man, I'm so bad with rock. But he was he was taking a video on Broadway. And I was like, man, you know, if I saw him, I would not know who that was. And I would not have gone up to him. I'm trying to think who it was, because I feel like I heard about that, too. I wouldn't if it if it's not country, I think it might have been like Paul McCartney or somebody like I, that. You know who else we recently saw in the wild? Who? Who was that actor we saw? We sat by on the plane. Oh, yes. Um, Matt Damon? No, 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 no. No. It's, it's um, he's in. Oh, my gosh. Who was it? Gosh, he's in so many movies and I love him. Why is this? Why is this not? Because I, I almost went up to him. It's not Kevin Costner, but it's the other one that looks like him. Um, have we ever told this story before? Yes, he we left have. his phone on the plane and stuff. We did. We talked Shoot. about him because I was really was sad he? that I couldn't get like I wanted to take a picture with him because I love yeah, him. Yeah, he like sprinted why off. Why can I not remember? Listen, I've, I've realized something about my memory. It sucks. It's so bad. I have no ability to recall things unless it's no. like front of mind. What is his name? You I texted wanna... you. I think you texted your parents. Is there any way for you to go look and no, see? I delete my text like every 30 days. Really? Yeah, I do. Oh, I never delete mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, that's like storage on your phone. I only delete like I don't think I've ever deleted a single text message me and you have sent to each other. I have all of our text messages. Are you serious? Yes. And you want to know why? Because of moments like this, when I have to go back and find something. Like yesterday, I was just doing this. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, it came to no, me very quickly. that's who it was, though. <laughs> but yes, I go back through, like, I'll send recipes to, like, my friends or my mom or something. And if I can't remember it, I'll go back and search the word, like, one word. And I pull it up and I find it. Like, I do that with everything. Like, if it's like this, a story. But I couldn't remember anything about who it was, so it <laughs> yeah, didn't help me. Phone is not a great keyword. Yeah, <laughs> in no. that scenario, I mean, but yes, it was Dennis Quaid. Yes, that's who it was, mm-hmm. and he literally—you were the window seat, I was in the middle, and then Morgan Massingill, and then the aisle, and then him. Yeah, like, we were in we like were the back baffled. of the plane. Like we, yes. we were on Southwest. There was no first class. Like we were all, all in the same class, 
in the back of the plane. And he was the very last person to get on. (laughs) It was so random. Y'all are like bumping Mm -hmm. me, tapping me because he had a mask. We all had masks on. And y'all are like, there's Dennis Quaid. And I was like, what? 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 Like, who? And y'all had to text yeah, me. I couldn't understand Hillary what y'all did said. did not know who it was by first appearance. Yeah. When I saw him, I was like, I totally did not recognize him. And I couldn't hear y'all because we were like trying to whisper and be quiet. Because like so you had to text right me. next to us. Yes. Y'all had to like write it out in your notes or text it to me. Oh my gosh. Yes. That one was so cool. When I see actors, it's definitely a different feeling. Like if I were to ever get to meet Reese Witherspoon, <gasps> I, I was would just about to say die. Her. Yes. I think I just missed her in 12 South. I was there and I saw... Because um, that's where her store is. Her store is. She went and mm-hmm. filmed something there. And I think it was like later in the day. And I had just been there. I would... I mean, she's working, so I couldn't approach her. But that's another one. I, with anybody I see who I appreciate, I'm going to just do the walk by. Love you. Massive fan. <laughs> just wanted to say hi oh, and keep no. on walking. If it's If it's a good opportunity and they're not like super busy or something, yeah. I'm going to go up to them and be like, I love you so much that's how we we both love Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. she's, amazing. she's amazing she was a part of my entire like life well you were there with um at the Keith Urban concert when she came out with Nicole right yes was I yeah wait I don't know if I Morgan was Massengill sat by me God I think I might have been me. out of town when that happened because I think I was oh, super bummed yeah maybe it was Morgan Massengill wasn't you I'm sorry because I had well yeah because I've been to Keith Urban so many times who's an A-plus performer, like love so his concerts. Good. But I've been to so many that I was like, uh, you know, it's okay. Yeah. But what I've learned is you can't miss any concert in Nashville. Listen, if yeah. you have a chance to come to a concert, a country concert specifically in Nashville, you should because nine times out of 10, I'm not going to say every time because sometimes they don't. Sometimes it happens. Nine times out of 10, they bring somebody out. Yes. On some level. It could be someone super famous, whatever. Like, yeah, you never know. He His concert... He brought out the most. He brought out Carrie Underwood. He brought out Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon. And I feel like there were s- some other people he brought out. But yes, I agree. If you got to want to see a show, definitely come see it. Because they all yeah. live here. Mm-hmm. And they're all friends. And, and if especially if they have a collab with set artists and set mm-hmm. artists is not on tour, highly likely. Typically, they will come out. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. Okay. Well, this was a fun, fun little walk down memory lane really of our time was. in Nashville. Yeah. Living in all the things. Okay. Any other celebrity crazy stories you want to share before we get into this where Eddie saw Eric Church? I can't think of anything. Actually, I did see somebody else in the wild. I saw see? Shay Mooney at Home Goods <laughs> <laughs> with his wife. Yeah. Yep. I saw them. Mm-hmm. I had um, Georgie with me in the cart, and there, a fan was like talking to him. But yeah, I saw. I saw Shay Mooney at Home Goods, and I, for some reason, thought it was so funny. He was pushing the buggy for his <laughs> wife, and she's just like, she just walked away. She she's was like, just like us. She, she was just, just searching shopping. for things to, to to buy that she did, probably doesn't even need. I have seen her three times at uh, Home Goods. Yep. Yes, yes, I have seen her a lot. Also, though, goods. fair because I love Home Goods. I do too. I'm there all the time. You too. are the one who actually got me hooked on Home Goods. I think I was the first person to take you to a Home mm-hmm. Goods, right? I didn't because we never had them in Kansas, at okay. least that I was aware of. And we, we t- never had them. You, we took Remy that day. That's what I love mm-hmm. is they're so pet friendly. Home Goods, CJ Maxx, Marshalls—they're all pet friendly. So I like to be able to take Georgie and. You go. know my favorite part of being a dog owner and always taking your dog to dog friendly places. What? Is the people that look at you funny for bringing your dog to said dog-friendly places? <laughs> yes. You get the stares and they're just like, is she allowed to have her dog here? Or Yeah, it's always just really There's weird. some that are just like, oh my gosh, just like why? There, yes. There's certain people that just don't understand. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I, I can't teach you a lesson on, you know, being kind, but. 
Yeah. I'm just letting you know, like they're allowed. Yes, they're allowed. And it makes them so happy mm-hmm. just to be with us, like no matter where we go. Like, well, I think it's, it's I sad. think it's funny. Nobody thinks about too that the, you know, having the ability to take Remy everywhere. I know it's a lot easier because we have smaller dogs. So that mm-hmm. definitely plays a role in that. But being able to take Remy everywhere made her such a great human dog. Like she loved other yes. humans, which is what turned her into a therapy dog. So like it helps. I I know that people think that that's a crazy thing, but it really socializes and helps dogs with their manners to mm-hmm. be that bring them in public and meet a bunch of different people. Yes. Not just like people that are their humans friends, like people that they'll never see again. Right. It gives them a different type of learning experience. It's just like kids. You stimulate stimulate kids in a certain way. You got to stimulate dogs in a different way. Yeah. And doing all of that with Remy is a reason she turned into a therapy dog. It helps so much. I've noticed so much with Georgie of like she just wants to see everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's because when she was a baby, like I would start taking her to the places she was allowed to go to. Yeah. And yeah, definitely helps. Well, it's not like you're taking her places she's not allowed either. Like I've done that listen, accidentally. <laughs> you have? Where? Uh, what was it recently? I look I looked up and or I specifically asked and they said they were dog friendly and I had her and I held her, but when I got there I even asked because it was kind of awkward and they were like, oh, if you hold her, like, it's fine. It was a coffee shop, and which I've taken her to coffee shops for. I always ask before taking her places or like look it up on the Internet. I don't want to be that person who they have to get on to. Yes, definitely. If you ask before, too, but that's really awkward that you asked before they said yes. And then they like weren't okay with it. Yeah, I think they just didn't communicate, which is fine. I still love the place like it was totally fine. But I always try to ask beforehand I did get asked to leave another place too (laughs) which was unfair because there was somebody else who was walking out with their dog it was not like a a training dog or anything like it was just a dog and they walked out with their dog so I was like okay I'll just take her because I was going to send my friend in it was an ice cream job and I was like I'll just send my friend in with my card but I saw that dog come out I was like oh well she's allowed in here and I was holding her she was a baby then and they asked me to leave Oh man, it was awkward. Maybe they, maybe what you didn't see is that they asked the other person to leave too. Maybe. Well, they walked out with their ice cream. Oh. Maybe, maybe they asked them to leave and they didn't leave. Yeah, <laughs> also possible. But yeah, that was really awkward. But I always try to ask. I try to be respectful. Yeah, fair. I mean, I'm just saying, if you have dogs and you can bring them, I think you should. They yeah. don't get to see a lot of life besides their four walls. Right. I say four walls. I mean, yes, there could Their be house. other rooms, but you know what I mean. We we don't have just four walls in our houses, yes. but yes, I know what you mean. Yes. That's basically, hey, they're all the same walls to them, okay? Yes, it's the same it place. Is. It is. Oh, man. Okay, well, you guys right now can hear Eddie talk about the time that he saw Eric Church out in the wild, but he didn't go up to him. Number seven. I saw a story where Casey Musgraves was just in a piano bar playing piano in like Philly. Oh, cool. She went to the bar and hopped it. Wouldn't that be cool to yeah. see? Yeah. Just, yeah. A celebrity doing their thing, but in a totally normal circumstance. Yeah. Like, you're just there to have fun, and they're playing. Um, Eddie said he saw a celebrity in the wild. Oh I gosh. don't want to say where you saw them, though. You okay. Be generic, because I never want to blow up anyone's spot. It was a sporting event. I'll say that. Okay. A kid's sporting event. Go ahead. And I show up with my kids, and they're getting ready to do to play, and I look up, and I'm, uh, I was like, I know that guy from somewhere. I mean, he looks familiar. And I just have to look. I start looking at his clothes. I'm like, oh, you didn't know immediately exactly. Not, no, who no, no, no. You you don't really. It didn't click at all. It just said. I just said he looked familiar. Hair's kind of messed up. Uh, he had a hoodie on, sweatpants, and like work boots. Bodyguards? Nope. 
No, 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 no. Just with other families, like kids, families, stuff like that. And I go, oh my gosh, that is the chief. That's Eric freaking church. Oh, that's cool. And he's just there gathering his stuff, getting ready to walk out. And we make eye contact. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my chance. Should I say like, and, and I don't know. I'm weird about it. I'm like, does he know me? Like, I know him. But and has he been to the studio? I don't think so. In the you, studio? You've done stuff with him, but elsewhere. Okay. So I, guess I'm like, I don't know if I should be like, hey, man, it's me, Eddie, you know, like Bobby Bone Show. And he looks at me, kind of smiles. Did you say that? No. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, Is that bad? Eddie. I, I would Bones, I really thought about it. I was two seconds away from saying it. Okay, so you didn't. No, I didn't. Okay, go ahead. Why is that? Man, so I, I, we looked at each other. He kind of just gave me like a little nod. I gave him a nod, and then he walks off. That's and it. I, and that's, that's it. it. Well, what do you want me to do? Hey, you what's up, man? You could have said that. You looked at me like I should not say that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. And I kind of, I I would just say, hey man, what's up? And then if he could put the pieces together, great. <laughs> but if not, I'm not going to be going, hey, this is who I am. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't know. I know them, obviously, but maybe they listen to the show. Maybe they remember me from being in the studio. And so I was just hoping he'd be like, how you doing, Eddie? Have, Never have did. you met Eric? I've met him a couple times. I saw him at a bar one time, and he was behind the bar, and no one recognized him. I'm telling you, when he doesn't have sunglasses on, it's he doesn't hard. look like Eric Church. Yeah. And he was slinging Where drinks back there. Where have you met there. him? There, at the bar. I met okay, him well, there. So he wouldn't know you from that. So he wouldn't no. know me from the year? bar. Oh, uh, that was probably like six years ago. Yeah, six seven years ago. Years ago. <laughs> okay. And then, where else did I meet him? We met him somewhere, an interview. You and I went somewhere to go interview him. Like 10 years ago. Right. There's uh, no chance he would have known you. The only thing he would have known would have been if you'd have said from the Bo- Bobby Bone show. Yeah. yeah. And like emphasize yeah. Bobby Bone. Yeah. Right, right. But Eddie acted like, like Eric Church looked at him and acknowledged him like, yeah, I recognize you well, too. No, he probably just acknowledged you because he's a nice guy. We locked eyes. Okay, we have okay. to stop that. See? <laughs> We have to stop the lie. And you didn't guys. even go up and talk to him. I no. can't believe you blew your opportunity. I get scared, man. When you see celebrities in the wild, I oh, know I they're just too. like us. I wouldn't go up to Ben Folds in the airport, and he may not even be famous to some people. But Ben Folds has "She's a Brick and I'm Drowning Slowly." So he has that. He has a bunch of songs. I'm a massive fan. I wouldn't walk up to him. Yeah. I just stared at him. I was like, "There's Ben Folds." Um, another time, and it's just funny how life comes back at you. Matt Carney. Saw Matt Carney in the airport <laughs> with Eddie. And I'm like, oh my goodness, there's Matt Carney right we there. We Googled just to make sure. I was like, okay, let's Google because I was going to make sure. And it was Matt Carney. Smash cut. We became kind of buds. He played at Caitlin and I's oh, yeah. when we got engaged. Oh, you guys yeah. are friends. Yeah. Oh, now we play. Yeah, we're friends now. So you're saying if I could have just gone to you the chief. He could have then played for you and your wife's next engagement. I mean, smash cut. We're at a birthday party together. Hanging yeah. out. Hanging out. God, I missed out. Being like, dude, do some talent. It's unbelievable that he's just there, and I'm talking like hundreds of parents, and not one person recognizes him. Not that probably let him people be. are letting him live his life. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. And there As are probably I did. on a much smaller level, some people letting you live your life when you're out too. Thank you. No, no, not with a meeting that is out. That's very nice of you, Bones. You didn't just yell, cheese. No, no, no. But as soon as he left, I told my whole family, I'm like, do you know who that was? And that's a great. But he's kind of there with the kids. Yeah. Don't really bother. Oh, yeah, yeah. The kids. Yes. You know? Pretty darn cool, man. Uh, it is cool. No, no, it's really cool. Really cool. That's cool. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. We had Mara Morris on the show this week. She was talking about her new album. She brought in a songwriter with her. He was playing guitar, and they talked about writing songs together, what songwriting is like in Nashville, and plus, Marin performed her newest song, Circles Around This Town. So it was all around just a super fun time. 
And especially when she talked about the Houston rodeo and her getting super nervous because she was pregnant and she was about to have her baby, but yet she performed anyway on a spinning stage. So hear that interview right now and then go watch her performance at bobbybones.com. Number six, the Friday morning conversation with Marin Morris. Marin just told me that she was given permission to say the A word coming up. Oh, who gave oh. you that permission? Uh, LT. Um, so I'm assuming I can say it. You can say whatever you want. We didn't really do a radio edit of this song, so I'm I might have to do one after this. What could interview. she insert instead of the A word? The F oh. word? No, 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 no. You're going the wrong way. No, no. Oh, okay. No, yeah. No, you have absolutely, you can say whatever you want in this Okay, show. cool. Yeah, I just wonder who's passing out coupons, because I would like to say things on this show, too, sometimes that I'm told I can't. I know. Yeah. I have a joke with the A word. What do you mean? Like, I have a morning corny saved, but it has the A word, so I haven't done it. Oh, that's good. Mar- but Maren's, like, cool. That's the difference oh, in her and us. Like, she has the liberty to say that. Okay, well, let me know if I ever Maren, thank you for coming to the studio. Yeah, it's good to be here. We had this planned, uh, and then the massive snowstorm hit, and so we talked to you on the computer. Yeah, this w- is cooler. <laughs> is it? And yeah. J- Jimmy Robbins is here. Much, yes. a, Very famous, much acclaimed songwriter is here. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? You uh, wrote this next song with Maren that you're going to play? I did. And yes. so talk to me, because we've, we've talked to Maren a lot, but you have written, you've written a ton of songs. I could list off all the songs. But you wrote The Bones, too, together, right? Didn't you guys? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, talk for a second about Circles, because who this song, how does this idea come up in a room with you guys? Well, this was your idea. Yeah. Um, you kind of came in wanting to do this. Yeah, I brought the title, but yeah. I didn't have it, like, fully sussed out yet. So you guys helped me with that. But yeah. I'm glad that we made it very personal to me. It was, was going to go on your record, but... It was for my record, yeah. um, originally. Was there a fear of getting too personal, Miriam, where you're like, if I get so personal, people won't relate to the song if it's specifically about me? Yeah, I did have that, just because I feel like we try to keep most of the songs we write more emotional than personal anecdotes, but I feel like with this one, it just didn't matter. And the second that I did the vocal for the demo, it was like, I, I feel like people relate to this, even though it is so concretely about how I got to Nashville from Texas 10 years ago. But I mean, it's hard for me to say because I wrote it. I guess if you've listened to the song, let me know if you relate to it. Jimmy, when you're in a room and, and an artist or someone like Mirren, who you know is known not only as a songwriter, but also uh, being a performer, if they have a direction, do you just kind of go along with it if they're just like, I got it, let's go? Yeah, I mean, I feel like my job is to help somebody tell the story they want to tell. And um, I try to be pretty fluid and pivot to whatever they're going for. So I just try to make it as good as I can. But still, at the end of the day, she has to sing it. So I could love it and she could hate it and you would never hear it. So <laughs> I need to make sure that it's what you want to say. Yeah. Do you ever just say something and then you're just searching for a word that rhymes? Because I feel like that's what I would be doing. Yeah, yeah. That's like... 95% of rhymezone.com <laughs> buy stock why didn't we buy stock in rhymezone <clears throat> here is Marin Morris performing her new song Circles Around This Town let's do it I swear I don't know how I trusted A Montero with the AC busted A couple bad demos on a burn CD Would take me all the way to Tennessee 
I showed up to the new apartment First month, last month, two deposits Hadn't heard the sound of a door slam yet Thank God I was an optimist I drove circles around this town Trying to ride circles around this town Trying to say something with meaning Something worth singing about I've been kind and I've been ruthless Yeah, I got here, but the truth is Thought when I'd hit it, it all looked different But I still got the pedal down I still get lost, I still get found Driving circles around this town Oh, yeah Maren Morris live. Wow, your voice sounds really good. Thank you. Does it feel really strong right now? Because, My voice? Yeah. I actually kind of have like a bit of a cold that I caught from my son last week. So thank you um, for saying that. But I honestly feel like I had a cold the day I sung the final vocal. So it's just stuck around. Have you guys played this song a lot time. together? This is the yeah. second yeah. time we've run it through. Oh, right. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Since we wrote Once it. in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're very honored then. Well, thank Aww. you. Jimmy's a really, I mean, I don't want to sound like shocked, but like he's a great guitar player. I mean, everyone knows him as a writer, but every time you play guitar, like Greg Kristen, my producer, is like, I am trying to replicate what Jimmy has done on this demo. So good thank job, you. bud. Thank you. Yeah. You've written, let me read some of these here. Beachin. Yeah. Which it's me doing a, the beer can sound on Beachin. You're, you're a, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's nice. a literal sound that you... Yeah, it was a Coors Light, and it was 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, the Bones, which you and Marin wrote together. Uh, circles Around This Town. Uh, let's see. I mean, there's so many, I'm not going to read them all. Uh, Half of My Hometown, which uh, is Kelsey and Kenny Chesney. Let's see. Uh, Thomas Rhett, you've written with Thomas. Uh, this is your life, Jimmy, so just stand by, and I'm going to read all your songs here. Uh, sure be cool if you did. Blake Shelton. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Love Triangle, Raylan. I love Triangle. Uh, whatever she's got. We were us. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you're rich. That's what yeah. I'm trying to get yeah. to, Jimmy. You're rich. Hey, man. And my first number one song, I could use a love song. Yeah. We we wrote. Yep. Oh really? So how many songs have you guys written together that have been singles? Those three, or more than that? Is Those this our third? Singles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like to say, and it'll happen someday, but I don't feel like we've written a bad song and we've written for a long time. I mean, even our like average ones are still, I still go back and listen to and like. Yeah. So we'll just keep doing it. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah. What was your first number one, Jimmy? Uh, sure be cool if you did. Uh, Blake? Yeah. What is that like, the first time you're flying up the chart as a songwriter? Dude, it was crazy. Um, I had been in music for a long time. I had had a record deal and uh, moved to New York, moved to L.A., and came here. And I had only been in Nashville for like six months. And that was one of those rare times where the song was written, got recorded two weeks later, debuted three weeks after that, and then went number one like three months after that. Oh, that's not even the real experience of uh, no. fighting up the yeah, chart. Yeah, that's wow. cheating. It's cheating. Um, <laughs> but I paid my dad back uh, for all the years that he lent me money, so that was good. <laughs> it's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Valentine's Day is coming up, and Lunchbox proposed a business idea to the show this week. I thought it was pretty smart. I mean, I offered him a deal, but he did not want to take it. <laughs> to be fair, the reason I even suggested the deal that I did is because I, I wanted 60% of his company, right? 
And the reason I did is because I know if I did something with Lunchbox, I would be doing most of the work. Absolutely. <laughs> That's very smart thinking on your part. I mean, I, listen, I've seen what happens with us in technology. He's always coming to me when he forgets the things that I've already taught him. So yes, uh, I would say I could teach him things and then we could do it together. But I've also seen what happens there. So that was why my deal uh, did not get accepted because it's too much for Lunchbox. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, we're talking about Valentine's Day. You got any updates over there? Any, Still single. any life updates? Still very single. But I think we're doing, aren't we doing like a dinner? We Valentine's girls dinner, dinner on yeah. like the 13th. Um, but no, still single. Nobody, nobody at all. On any dating app? I did try a dating app. I'm on pause right now, but I did try it for a week. Funny, I went and get, got my nails done. I was talking to my nail tech and... Me and him just had the best conversation. <laughs> it was so great. It was like a therapy session. Um, but he was asking about my dating life. And he was like, why don't you give the apps one more time? Because when you come in next time, I want an update. So I was like, fine. For my nail tech, I'll try it one more time. Only for my t- nail Only tech, Only for though. my nail tech. And um, like, first and only time I've ever met this guy. Um, but I did it and it nothing. Absolutely nothing. I hate those things. I say that every single time we're on here and I talk about them. They are great for some people, but for me, it just never seems to work. Like you respond to people and then they just never respond back. I'm like, why did you like me if you just didn't want to talk to me? Yeah, it's it's very inconsistent. It would be very the thing with dating apps. We have a mutual friend who they were like, I feel like um, girls can do this too, but we're just talking from guys. It's like an ego thing for them. Like how many likes can I get? Yeah. And then they just ignore you're not, I mean, you guys aren't wrong. I do think it's definitely a boost of the ego when they get a bunch of likes and they're like, oh, this is exciting. Yeah. I think it's a boost of an ego for either gender, right? For like, sure. They see a bunch of like, this is great. I'm a hot commodity. Yeah. But you can't say you're a hot commodity if you're not actually like sealing the deal with a date. Right. Like, do you what's know what I mean? the point? Like, you, yeah. The only way you're a hot commodity is if you have multiple dates and they're actually happening. Yes. And it's like actually, you know, something's working out or you're actually doing something. Yeah. Cause it, I, I do feel like it's a, another form of a social media, right? It's like you, yes. you check it, you check the updates, you maybe respond every now and again, and then you go back about your life, your real life. Yeah. It's like, they're treating it like Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's already an app for that. Like people liking your photos and commenting. You don't have to respond to people. Mm-hmm. They like and comment and it's cool. You don't have to respond. Well, but this you're supposed to. And last podcast, you and I were talking about, it's been a while, but I encourage you to be very open when you were out in public. Have you been doing that? You know, I feel like since the new year, I have been trying to say yes to things more. Like, Unless I really just have to say no, like going to things like events or, you know, if my friends invite me to something, unless I just for sure cannot, I'm going to go. <laughs> like, I can't just use an excuse. Oh, I'm tired. Like, I'm going to go because I'm trying to get out there more. I started a new church, going to a new church. So I've been meeting people through that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm really trying to have made this year really trying to focus on my mental mindset and then getting out there and just like meeting people and things like that. So you still didn't answer my question. Do you well, think you're doing question? <laughs> I think you're I think you're doing it. I think I think there's uh, part of that question was answered in a way. You are doing more things to put yourself yeah. out there. But am I approaching people? Yes. No. Did I talk about the public sky? I don't Who know. Who I helped. This it went nowhere, so don't get too excited. But this guy was like on crutches and he was cute. He was around our age and he, I could tell he was like struggling and he was like walking down 
crutching down the aisle. And then he turned around and came back. I was on the aisle getting something. And I looked and I was like, are you lost? Like, do you need help finding something? And he was like, yeah, grocery stores. Like I, you know, I just never know where anything is. And I am a Publix master. Like I know where (laughs) everything is. But of course he asked about Thai food, which I don't eat, but I knew it was in near the taco stuff. So I was like, actually, I do know where this is. And so we slowly went over there and I convinced him. I was like, how are you going to carry all this? Like you're on crutches. Are you just going to like put it in your pocket? Like that's a little weird. So I talked him into going to get his um, like one of the little uh, wheelchair, the motorized wheelchairs. Yes. And it was literally going so slow. I would see him like around the <laughs> store and stuff. And he'd like keep making comments to me and things like that. And when he was leaving, he was like, thank you so much again for helping me. And then that was that. But that he asked me that. my name. Okay. He was like, so what's your name? And I was like, Hillary. Hmm. And then that was it. But I helped him find the Thai food that I don't eat. That could have been such a good love story, Hill. I thought that too, because I have always thought I would love to meet somebody at a Publix. <laughs> like a Chick-fil-A, a Publix. Truly. That would be phenomenal. If it happened at a Publix, that would actually make so much sense for your life. It would. Because of how much you love that story. Like you would be one of those people that make it in some engagement photos done in a Publix. I would definitely do Or that. a Chick-fil-A. One of the two. Yeah. That's why I feel like those are my two places. I do frequent those places a lot. But I have not. Besides that guy, I haven't met anybody. Maybe something else you can explore is eating lunch inside a Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I could do that. Because the one closest to my house is like a, um, you can only pick up, you can't eat inside. Oh, So I need to venture so, just like yeah. a little bit further out okay, so to eat inside of a public. I forgot fast just like close their dining and most of them have not reopened their dining Still, yeah. Like most of them have realized they're just gonna do like takeout because most people don't go. In yeah, people aren't food. like going in. But places. I was just saying, maybe you can meet somebody who's going to lunch. You know, a I lot mean, of people go to lunch on maybe. their lunch breaks. Yeah, I mean that's a possibility. When we get done here, I'll just go sit at Chick Fil A for I'm like, like two trying hours. to help you explore like Chick Fil A and Publix are the two places you might be able to meet somebody. Those are like my places. Just because like, yeah, being out in public, it is going to be the way that you open yourself up to that for sure. So you are partially doing it in yeah. a way. I'm actually considering, um, I'm actually going to do it. I know I've said considering, but I'm going to join a gym okay. because I'm, I've talked about, I want to focus this year on my mental health, but I want to also focus on my physical health as well. So, you know, you never know. Maybe I'll meet somebody at, at the place. I mean, that's how I met my boyfriend. So it's very That's possible. true. I That's think a true. gym is a is a great option. It's just a more awkward option sometimes because yeah, the only two ways to really talk to somebody are in and out of a gym. Yeah, like it's not really during because everybody's so in, like into focused what they're on doing. their workouts. Everybody has their earbuds and nobody's like paying attention to each other. I said earbuds. Did that just, that just made me so old? AirPods. Oh my gosh! I've been talking to my <laughs> I didn't dad even too much. catch you saying that. I just went oh, along with my it. Atlanta. <laughs> Yes, AirPods. They have like their their headphones in and whatever. So you can meet them that way. It's just a little it's bit possible. It's a little bit harder. But yeah, it's a little harder. So I mean, I'll be I'm branching out. I'm like you know visiting new places. Mm-hmm. Got a new church. Gonna have a gym. Publix, Chick Fil A. You've got you've got the first step in motion, which is more yes. than the last time we talked on this podcast. So yes, I'm very proud. Thank you. I'm making steps, making yep. progress, and I feel like I'm doing good. As as Lunchbox calls it, one step at a time. 
I am taking very baby steps at a time. <laughs> baby steps are good. I, and I, you know, I use the term move like a sloth a lot when mm-hmm. I was dating. And you're moving like a sloth. And I think that's great. I am. But, you know, when it when it happens, it'll happen. Like, I don't know. I just, yes. I don't know. It's, the dating app thing, though, is very discouraging. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel that. Yeah. I, I don't think, listen. My ex is how I met him through a dating app. And if I have any suggestions to not be on dating apps because of that. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some people yes. who I'm like, oh, my gosh, people don't need to be dating this person. <laughs> now, just because any of me or any of my friends don't have success with dating apps, I know it's out there and I know people yes, have had them. They do. But I do think it's few and far between. Yeah, it I is. I think the best thing about dating apps and is using it for what it really is. If people will actually do it and not just like, you know, quit talking. But mm-hmm. the reason I loved dating apps when I was single was because it just got me out there and on dates. So I was just constantly learning about myself. Yeah. What I was picking up was like things that I loved about me that I wanted to make sure was in a relationship. You know, I would pick up personality traits of other people, what I liked, what I didn't mm-hmm. like. So the reason I love dating apps is because it like forced me to go on a lot of random dates that I probably wouldn't have never gone on. Yeah. That was the only reason I liked it, but I also know that just in the the two years that I've not been on one, that's changed drastically even from that. Mm-hmm. What it was actually intended for is now like casual conversations with somebody you'll never ever meet in real life. Yeah, like the dates aren't happening. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, hi, what yeah. do you do? Uh-huh. And then that's it. And they don't even respond. It's like, okay. I did see a stat though that uh, the U.S. has more uh, people that will talk less on a dating app before they meet in person. So that should give you some hope. But how do you get to the meeting in person? I don't know. I do not. <laughs> they just stop responding. I know. It's Listen, Yeah. But I mean, you know what happens. I think too, like I, I do, I think we're in this really tumultuous time when people are really um, up in arms with a lot of things in their life. Yeah. And so they are getting to the point of being committed to somebody seems like the craziest idea. Mm-hmm. And so them committing to a person when they can't even find commitment in their own life. Yeah. Isn't happening, but like then they shouldn't be putting themselves on dating apps. So that's a whole other story. And yes, in go to therapy or go like seek mm-hmm. other alternatives. Don't go to dating apps and look for, um, what do you call it? Like validation in yourself or mm-hmm. seek that out to have somebody to talk to, to try and fix your problems. Like I'm serious. Like I'm serious. when I say that, like go seek mm-hmm. somebody to talk to or, you know, somebody, your friends, whoever don't go to that and then try and get validation from people liking you or like talking to you and mm-hmm. stuff. So I think one of, so the, the dating apps have the prompts now on them too. And one of the prompts when I had it on there, I would say, I'm actually looking for something serious. Do not come at me with casual things. Oh, I think I wrote good. that. And so many guys would still come at me and be like, oh, ha, ha, so funny. I'm like, no, I'm literally not kidding. Like, I'm very serious. Do not try and like, they would try and make jokes at it. I'm like, listen, yeah, I am a very funny person and I can find almost anything funny. If I'm giving you a prompt that's serious, it's a one thing you should not prompt back at me with. Right. Like, don't come back at. Mm-hmm. Those prompts are kind of hard to, like, mm-hmm. think of something. They are. I have seen via TikTok the, the viral videos that people have come up with some clever prompts. There's one dude, okay? okay. And and some, other, some other people should do this out there because, you, you know, the Sarah McLaughlin, the, you know. Yes. 
pay to help animals kind of thing. Yeah. He literally did that audio in the background, but it was like, please adopt. I don't remember his name. Michael and his two dogs. They need a loving home for oh only $10 a month. Like he did a whole like spiel. That's so to creative. this, And I was like, that's so smart. I would go on a date with that guy just because of that. Yeah. It's like very eye catching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I just like am not. I mean, obviously for our jobs, we have to be creative. I'm creative with my job. But like outside of that, my mind just draws a blank. Yeah. But I try. Like, I mean, I feel like my profile's decent. You've, I mean, I don't think it has much to do with profile than anything else. I think you yeah. just have a lot of people that are non-committal more than anything. Yes, I agree. Would be my guess. Yeah. Non-committal, not necessarily not wanting to get married, just non-committal about life. Yeah, and like relationships mm-hmm. and all all things, all areas of life. Yes. So, um, but I do want to ask about your Valentine's Day plans. What do you have going on? Well, I did make two. I, I pulled the lunchbox in a way because he did this business opportunity. And I was like, oh, this is kind of me, but I'm not like selling it or anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did make two reservations for Valentine's Day, one at 60 Vines and one at Butchertown Hall because I'm not sure what I'll be vibing with when it comes close. We've been to 60 Vines. Have mm-hmm. we been to Butchertown Hall together? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which one was that? The empanadas and the really bomb margaritas. Empanadas. Where's and queso? And we, we went with Mike D's wife. Us three went one time for a little happy hour situation. <gasps> yeah, I remember that place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I remember that place. Both no, great both times. great options. 60 Vines is is so good. Mm-hmm. Like if if you're visiting Nashville, I recommend trying it. Yeah. It's just like not only is the food really good, but the vibe, like the environment and just like the building and just just everything about it is really cool. And I bet for Valentine's Day, they're going to have really, really awesome options. Mm-hmm. And they did hit me up to go try out some uh, igloos that they put on their little. Yes. Thing, so, OK, I saw that and I wanted to book one of those, but I saw it's like a minimum. They do have like a minimum thing. Yes. That you have to meet. And mm-hmm. I there's no way I would meet that minimum. <laughs> So. Well, hey, if you have a big group, it may be worth that's the true. minimum. They looked really mm-hmm. cute, though. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's those are great ideas. I would go towards 60 Vines because that just sounds like so much fun. I know. I do like 60 Vines. Just as a vegetarian, it's a little bit harder for me sometimes. Oh, really? Depending on the place. Yeah. So that's why I say it depends on my vibe because I really have, like, three options at each place of what I can eat. Yeah, that's true. And it depends on how I'm vibing that I want to eat. I know we're like getting so down rabbit holes, but did you try the pasta I had? Yes. At 60 Vines, did you not like it? Actually, no, I didn't. I did I think you try. didn't because I did have chicken in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want you to accidentally get a piece in there, but obviously yes. you can order it without the chicken. And it, it was, I really liked it. It was good. I mean, I'm like a little pasta connoisseur over here. So yes. I'm very specific about we my love pasta. pasta. But yeah. Yeah. So those are the two that we have. Put in reservations, but also I don't even know if we're going to go out to eat. We may decide to like stay and cook some food and not go out. That would be good too. Yeah. Maybe so. just go get like some donuts or something like as a dessert <laughs> and then cook dinner. Yes. I think for our, um, our Galentine's, don't we have like three reservations? Yes. <laughs> Jody, Jody made like a few different that. reservations for us. Listen, I think it's the, at least in a really big city like Nashville, one, getting a reservation even on a normal weekend it's is It's so hard. It's very hard to get in anywhere We drove normally. to four different restaurants one night mm-hmm. to try and find a place. And it's like, it, it's terrible lately, mostly because there is a lot of restaurants that don't have as many employees as before, yes. which is part of the problem. Um, and so- Getting reservations for a normal weekend is hard. So now when we make reservations for anything, <laughs> we just make it at a few different places. But like, 
I don't, I think I might have had to put my card down for 60 vines, but like if you cancel within 48 hours, you're good. Yeah. And I'll, at least by then, I think I'll have an idea of which one I want to go to. I would to. think so. Yeah. I think you will. You'll, you'll decide. But it is, it is my boyfriend and I's first Valentine's Day. So, but we, oh, we collectively decided we're not going to start a tradition of buying each other stuff for Valentine's Day. We're just going to go to dinner and hang out together and like really celebrate spending yeah. time with each other. Cause that's, I have two like love languages. It is acts of service and quality time mm-hmm. is one of them. I also listen. I also think all of them are my love languages because <laughs> the more I, I can get relate it, to them all, I start uh, like I'm like, mm, no, maybe it's this one. I swear, I think I have a little bit of each one. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, but it, mainly acts of service. So, so that one, like us spending time together and like him showing, you know, some time yeah. when he's so busy is really important to me. And so we like kind of just were like, you know what, Valentine's Day, it's not, we don't need to be buying gifts because it's not really necessary for mm-hmm. us right now. We both just buy whatever we want anyways. Yep. And like we can buy some chocolates that we can share together and we'll go to dinner. You and could this even, will be our thing. you should do um, like a fondue or something. Oh, I like I know fondue. you would love that. I love that. That'd be fun. Yes. Like a That's fun a activity type thing at the house. I mean, I may just have to make some pasta at home and then do fondue. You have a really good pasta good. recipe mm-hmm. that you made for me that one time. Which one? What, what pasta Was it the recipe? Olive Garden Alfredo? Oh, did I? Yeah. Or it was the one Alfredo. I thought it was like a Olive Garden recipe. Was it? I think I put it on my Food World thing, didn't I? It was yes. the one that I cooked. You did because I commented and I was like, that looks so good. And you said, seriously, like, come over right now and I'll give you some. And I did. I left my house right then and I went and got pasta at your house. Okay. Yeah. So it was whatever the Food World. Um, so it's on my Instagram somewhere. Up yeah. So yeah, okay, we just made Valentine's plans for a lot of people. Just mm-hmm. go to Morgan's Instagram, go get that recipe, and then get you some melting chocolate, strawberries, do a little cheesecake bites, like anything, and just dip it. I think I, I mean, I think you've now convinced me that I want to do that now instead of going out to dinner. It's a, that sounds so good. That would be right up my alley. Also, I think what would be fun, and I've thought about having a Valentine's Day brunch at my house. Love TV. that. Mm-hmm. I love like brunch type foods and I have a waffle shaped heart maker yes so doing stuff like that I've seen um at Target they have these trays and you can make donut shaped hearts um I've seen like uh I've been looking up all these recipes for things so I I think I'm gonna do it I would totally be down for that I think that would be so fun like that's that's my vibe I love to cook and entertain you know what and I could I could bring Valentine's Day mimosas because I saw somebody post a recipe and they look glittery and pretty. There we go. Strawberries. I, I think know. my roommate, she tried that last year because I remember her getting glitter, edible glitter. Yeah. <laughs> for the, but it turned the, uh, it turned it a weird color. Oh, so it, it was not, not turn pink. It was not it pretty. It was not pretty. It was like <laughs> a weird color. I was like, what is that? Well, hey, and I will say, you know, like make sure too, if you're in a relationship and you, you guys need to make sure you, especially like the ladies, because I know Guys don't really care about Valentine's Day. They are kind of forced to do things for their for their women. Um, but like girls love it just in general. And so like Hillary and I are talking about Valentine's Day. If you are in a relationship, make sure you do a Valentine's Day yeah. still. Because like it is very important to me to make sure I still do both of them because they're equally as important to me. So yes. I know a lot of people are like, oh, Valentine's Day, my partner. Like, no, you still got to show love to like your people. You other relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's oh, it's so much fun. I did a whole thing last year. Um, a brunch and we had the best time. We ended up hanging out 
all day together. Little party um, of the day. Yeah, it was my roommate's friends, so I ended up hanging out with all of them throughout <laughs> the day. Um, but no, it was just, it was so much fun. So yeah, I really want to like do that day out. Because for your single friends, it is like, it's not, I don't want to say hard, but you're seeing all these like relationships on social media and then mm-hmm. you're just sitting at your house by yourself with your dog. Like, okay, I mean... Guess I'll go get Taco Bell and sit here by myself. So yes, it's fun just to like do something and celebrate those relationships. Mm-hmm. Yes, that. And if you are by yourself on Valentine's Day, I do highly suggest you go in and getting your favorite food. Yes. And watching your favorite movie. I've I'm gonna tell you this. Like I I'm in a, this relationship now, but like I enjoyed those nights so much because mm-hmm. as much as it's so much fun to have a partner and share life with, it's just as fun to share life with yourself. Yeah. And sitting there and eating my favorite chocolate and nobody's giving me crap for everything that I'm eating. Like, you know, not to say my boyfriend does. He sure doesn't. He no, he doesn't. So much. He's so great. Um, but, I'm, you know, I'm saying just yes. like the, the opinions of anybody else. Right. It don't matter. Get your favorite movie. Get your favorite food. Mm-hmm. Buy your favorite sweet for yourself. Buy yourself flowers. I did it every year I was single and it was the best night I, I ever had. Yeah, you treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's that's such a good idea. So the 13th, I'm going to do Galentine's and then the 14th. I'm going to be by myself. <laughs> and you're going to be getting some Chick-fil-A. And well, isn't it a Sunday this year? Oh, yeah, maybe. I think Valentine's Day, I could totally be wrong on that, but I think it's... Listen, I made those reservations. I didn't even look at the day. I was just like, the 14th? There it is. I think it's on a Sunday because we were excited Valentine's Day was going to be on a Friday. Well, yes, it's much more exciting. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. Take that back. Valentine's Day is... The 13th on a Sunday. Okay, so Valentine's so, Day is on the yeah. Sunday. Okay, mm-hmm. so Chick-fil-A will be open. There you go. They make heart-shaped biscuits. Oh, yeah, they're definitely going to be doing that for Valentine's especially because they're open. Yes. Okay, there's my Listen, plan. I didn't even think about that when you said that because I would never go to Chick-fil-A. When you're like, oh, it's going to be a Sunday, I was like, I, I thought you were just meaning like, oh, I can't do that on a oh. Sunday. <laughs> and then I just put two and two together when you just said That's that. That's so funny. No. That's so bad. It's always the worst when they're closed. That's I get why, but it's the worst. I know, but like, I just, I never go there. So right. like, I don't even think about it. Also, if anywhere is ever like lately too, I'll be till, uh, mm, let me tell you something. Let okay. me, let me get a little angry for a minute. Oh man places have been closing so early lately. Oh my gosh. Without telling you. Pet peeve. And I'm like, I'm looking up online. I called you and nobody told me you guys are closing early. And then I'm yes. showing up and you're closed. Listen, I understand that we are, we are less employees right now and things are going crazy. But at least if I call you or tell if you me. have it on the website, you put it on there that that's happening. Yep. There's even been times, Hillary, I've tried to go to a gas station at like eight o'clock at night, right? Mm-hmm. To, to get gas or whatever. It's closed. Yeah. I, again, I totally get, you mm-hmm. know, their shortages and stuff. But there was a place I went, they had 10 minutes till closing. I was running in to grab one thing. Like I didn't need to shop around. It would take me two minutes, maybe five. And they locked the doors and I went and like knocked on the door and she's like, we're closed. And I said, well, your sign says like eight o'clock and it's seven 50 and she said, we're closed. And I'm like, okay, you're not, but okay. So yeah, it's so frustrating whenever you like actually, 
you know, you drive to a place. I drove 30 minutes one time to a place that online said it was open and I got there and it wasn't. So yeah, it's very frustrating. I'm so glad that I'm not the only one that feels no, this way though. I try to have a happy heart about it, but it's just hard. Like I try to be nice about it. Bless you. I don't know if you heard that. I tried to turn on the mic, but I think that was a pretty loud sneeze. I, it's okay. Oh man. No, I'm so, I'm so glad that other people are feeling that too, but I've, I've just noticed lately, like everywhere, it's everywhere, yeah. not just like one type fast food or gas station. It's everything. Yeah. No, I get it. It is definitely frustrating. Do you have any soapboxes you want to get on? Because that was my soapbox for the day. Lord, I'm sure I could think of something. Um, let's see <laughs> I'm just over here like sneezing. Also, so while, while you think of, of a soapbox you might want to get onto, our studio is so freezing, okay? Like it, during the show, it is so freezing. And now we're in this office and I am heating so- up. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. I was going to wait for this to be over so I could take my jacket off because I didn't want to make noises. No. I am sweating. It used to be like an ice chest in this room. Yes. And I am sweating. Listen, it's an ice chest in the studio and we are literally one one room over. Why is it so hot? I don't know. It feels like I am in a sauna right now. Okay, I'm glad you felt the same way. I think that's why I'm sneezing because my whole system is like, we were just in freezing cold and now it's burning up. Now it's hot. I was like, am I the only one here like sweating? I thought something was wrong with me. I'm like, why is it so hot? We are in this together. Yes. No, it is. It is so freaking hot right now. Like I just can't. (sighs) Yes. Okay. Soapbox. You got one? You know, I feel like I've been pretty happy with life lately. I'm trying to think what. That makes me really sad. I had a soapbox. I'm telling you. No, it's okay. I usually have a soapbox. But I'm just like, I'm this year, I have really tried changing my mindset on things and trying to think about things like, you know, more positively. And Fair. I'm just, you know what? Touche? I don't know. Like, it's only January. So <laughs> we'll see. It's I'll check j- back in. January. Next month. 29th, 20th, 30th, 31st, whatever day you're listening yeah. to this. Yes. So... I don't know. I'm trying to think of like if there's anything that's happened to me lately where I just got so angry, but I've just been really happy. Hey, you know what? That's a good thing. Yeah. I had the soapbox for the two of us and you're happy for the two I of us. I have one. Oh, <laughs> never mind. I take it back. I just thought of something. I take it back. But I think you can relate to this. Okay. I am so, so tired of people letting their, they're fine. The dogs can poop in my yard, but not picking it up because I don't have a backyard. So my dog has to go out on a little leash, like in the front yard. She loves her little front yard. Mm -hmm. And then she has to like walk around and she like sees that and smells that. And she's like, ugh. and then she's trying to walk around. So people who do not pick up their dog's poop. Yeah. That's a really When there are signs everywhere, they provide bags right down the road. I can see something that provides a bag. I almost bought a sign that said, please pick up your dog's poop. And I was going to put bags out there. And then there's a trash can right around the corner. Oh, that would be next level of dog mom hill. It's just annoying. I get it. Because it's in my yard. It smells. Mm -hmm. It's like gross. People don't want to see that. People coming to my house. Like, it's just a bad look. Oh, there's poop in the yard. Is that your dog's? No, I do pick up my dog's poop. I have Mm -hmm. scented little poop bags. We pick it up and And we throw it away. This little yard that you're talking about is maybe like a... uh, The size of this desk. (laughs) Yes. Like, it is maybe four by four feet. Like, there's not much there. Yes. So, that's why Mm -hmm. it it makes more sense that I would be so annoyed by it because my yard is so small. And if I have to take her out quickly, you know, like before work or if I'm going somewhere like, okay, let's go real quick. Like, that's her little patch of land that she has. Mm -hmm. And now your dog has come on. I'm fine with your dog pooping in my yard as long as you pick it up. I don't care. Yep. But just please pick it up. Oh, my goodness. Soapbox done. 
Yes, I'm no, I agree with you. I think people should pick up their dog's poop. I don't know why this still has to be a conversation. I don't understand it either. That, like that's one that's always going to be a soapbox. It is. It mm-hmm. just really irritates me. And then I see it in other neighbors' yards and they don't even have dogs. And Georgie will go like sniff around and it's just there. And I'm like, this is so disgusting because if my dog accidentally stepped in that, I'm going to be so just like grossed out. And then she has to go get a full bath because I'm not messing with that. Yep. Like, it's not wipe that paw off. It's full bath because oh, that's just gross. You want to know a, a little dog stepping and poop story? Oh, God. I took my dog and my boyfriend's dog on a walk the other day. And <laughs> my boyfriend's dog loves other dogs. Like Remy loves humans. Yes. His dog loves other dogs. Right. And so he got so stoked. He literally just went to the bathroom. Number two. Got so excited when he saw the other dog. He stepped in his own. And I was oh, like, no. I hate you so much right now. Because then I had oh, to proceed no. with both dogs. Yes. And give them both paw baths, which I which I just call where I go and I mm-hmm. clean off their paws instead of giving a full bath because I can't do it with two dogs. It's too exhausting. It is. It's too exhausting with Remy, let alone with two dogs. Yeah, no. And so I gave them paw baths when I got home. I was so mad. I was so mad. I would be too. That's yeah. not cool. So yeah. he's a little nugget, but uh, he's so cute though. Yes, he is super cute. So I, I'm with you, but that was his own fault. So I can't yeah, blame on anyone else. Can really do about that. But yeah, just please, 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 please pick up your dog's poop. Oh, you also want to know something funny too is when before when when Nashville was still picking up recycling, which they're not at the moment. Again, employee I didn't shortage. know that. I've just still been putting my stuff in recycling. I had no idea. Yep, not picking it up right now. Um, and people had picked up their dog's poop. And put it in my recycling trash can. In yours? Yes. Oh. Which, no. listen, if if the trash hasn't been taken out. I'm fine with that. Totally throw it yes. in there. But not my recycle bin. Well, no, because then this is what happens. If you put something in a recycling bin that is not allowed, you get a warning. <gasps> and then after that warning, you get, they no longer pick it up. Like I you're literally banned that. from it. Because I live in a townhome. And so there's mm-hmm. no way for them to know who is who. Yep. Wow. But my house, they do know who it is. And so thank goodness my boyfriend like saw it. He was like, I didn't think you put that in there. I was like, I didn't. Thankfully, he saw it and moved it to the trash can. But I'm like, dude, do you want me to get you a sign made too? <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm just going to get all the signs. And I haven't had, yard. you know, I haven't had any issues with people leaving poop in the yard, but I have had issues with people putting their dog's poop in my recycling bin. Yeah, no, just put it in the trash can or like at least. And they're different colors, Hill. The, the trash cans are different colors. Yes. And it says it on there. Yeah. Like, it's not that difficult to differentiate what's Listen, a trash can. Listen, we just can. really freaking lazy out here. Nobody's picking up their dog's poop. Nobody wants to stay at work to the late hours, and nobody wants to read signs anymore. Yeah. Get it together, people. All I'm getting is some laziness. And listen, I'm on that track. I understand. I want to be lazy my whole day, okay? Yes. But I don't have that option, so if I don't have that option, you don't. <laughs> and be respectful of people's yeah. things, their yards included, and their recycling bins. Yes. I loved our soapboxes. I feel better now. I do too. I forgot about that. I remember that happened earlier this week and it really annoyed me. So thank you for letting me have that moment. Now we got we got our rage out. Now we got some more exciting stuff to talk about. But first, you guys can hear Lunchbox's business opportunity for Valentine's Day. Number five. Lunchbox wants to present a business opportunity to the rest of the show because it's something you've created and you're looking for investors. Yes, I'm looking for investors. And guys, this is your chance to get in on the ground level. So... 
I have gone on websites to different restaurants around the country, hot spots for Valentine's Day, and I have taken prime time reservation slots. So, like, people are going to be going on there going, man, I want to take my hottie out to dinner at 730. Oh, that one's booked. Oh, I want to go at 8. Oh, that one's booked also. But guess who they're booked by? Me. So what we do is then we go on these uh, different cities like Atlanta, New York, Austin, Vegas, and you put a Craigslist ad up going, hey, man, selling reservations, 75 bucks a pop. And that's how we make our money. So I need you guys to jump on board because a lot of these places are asking for credit cards. And I need more credit cards to put down. (laughs) So you need our credit cards. So we can get more reservations. How many reservations do you have now? Five. Where? I have two here, two in Austin, and one in Vegas. Can you tell us where? Uh, I don't want to say the name of the restaurant because they may hear and cancel me. Because they know I'm playing the system. <laughs> He's squatting. I'm yeah, squatting on. I'm squatting this on the reservations. Like what mean people do with tickets? Scalpers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- there's a business for scalpers, and guess what? People love them when they don't have a ticket. They go to them. Oh my gosh, can I please have a ticket? And this is exactly what's happening with us. Is they're going to come to us? Oh, can I please have did your you reservation? Did you put your credit card down for any of these? Yep. You did. Yeah. Wait. So what happens if you don't find someone to fill the spot? Well, that's the problem. <laughs> you cancel it, and then they charge your card. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Right. If I don't show up, I get charged, but hopefully I can cancel within 24 hours or 48 think hours. people that can't find a reservation are going to go search Craigslist for someone that has or a reservation? Yeah, that's a, interesting, too, if someone like, would go to Craigslist. Where do they go? Be like, well... I've tried all the restaurants. They're booked. <laughs> Let me try Craigslist. Let me try Craigslist. That's yeah. a great point, Amy. I just don't know how people are going to find him. I mean, or I'll put it on Facebook Marketplace. You know how they have that in yeah. different cities. So I'm just wondering who wants to get in on the ground level. You're not asking for money. No, not right now. We don't need. This is a moneyless operation. It's just credit card numbers. Un- unless they cancel. But I don't understand it. Let's say, just bear with me here. Okay. Ray goes, I need to get into this restaurant. It's 7 p.m. But right. you have that reservation. Got it. But your credit card's on file. Yep. If you cancel, that just opens it up. That doesn't actually give him that reservation. But he's not going to go back to it. He's going to be stressing. He's like, I've got to get this. I've got to get it. i got to get it. What am I going to do? Where can I find it? He's going to start looking online. He's going to see my post, and he's going to contact me. You're missing my point. We're already beyond that. You have your credit card at the restaurant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if Ray wants your reservation, does he go with your credit card number? No, no, no. You cancel it. And then he has to go book it. He has. We have to re- change the credit card. I'll call him and be like, oh, sorry, can I use a different credit card? Oh, that's what you do. You and I give sense. his but credit Ray card. But Ray has to give you his credit card as Absolutely. well. The person that's buying it from you also has to give you their credit card number. Yep. There's no way this works. Because somebody you don't know, is they're not going to give you their credit card. Or they just show up and take the reservation under Lunchbox's name. Your credit card doesn't get charged if you show up. So That's they take true. the reservation uh, and then they pay you know for that? the meal. Great point, Amy. No, I didn't know that. I actually pointed that out. Good job. Okay. See, so they don't need, I, I just yeah. need them, they'll, they'll Venmo me $75. Um, if That's we, what you're charging. And you yep. give them the code name for the reservation. Yep. Exactly. Which is? <laughs> if we don't sell the reservation, how much is the charge? Probably a hundred bucks. <laughs> that's our loss. Yeah, yeah. they're out like so much money. It's but such that's a busy what night. That, that's what investing is. It's all it's a gamble. It's a oh, I just wanted to see what the risk was. Yeah, I know. I'm just letting you know. Don't this be scared of that. This isn't investing. It's a gamble. Yeah, there's a difference. No, no, like because you're gonna make money when we sell these reservations. So do just we go think... around the room and say like, are we in? Are we not? And then like, here's the thing. Amy wants to end the segment. She's like, <laughs> okay, I hear you. Get, and this great isn't point. Just, this isn't um, limited to Valentine's Day. Yeah, this is just the start because then Mother's Day comes up. Oh, people, I need to take my mom to brunch. Oh, there's People no are reservation. People are going to be angry at you because it's, it's. Are they going to be angry or are they going to think, man, you saved me? You saved me. 
Okay, Ray, no. are you in or out? You want to invest in this? Um, it's also Bay's credit card, and because of that, I'm out. <laughs> I would have done it, but I have her name on the card, too. You'd be the only one to consider this. Well, I could do. I mean, I think it's an honestly a genius business idea. Nobody's ever capitalized on this market, and it's right. wide open right now. Is it though? Yes. Just think, how many people thought scalpers were so stupid in the beginning? You're going to buy a hundred tickets to that event, but you're actually buying something. You actually have something to resell. You don't own anything. I own that reservation. At any okay, point, so they could swipe it away from you, and it's no, you don't own okay, it. So also, like a scalper situation, sometimes if they have leftovers, they're outside of the venue selling the tickets, so lunch have to go to the restaurant. People are walking by, hey man, you need two? You need two seats? <laughs> are you trying to go? Minutes. I got your reservation. <laughs> Did they tell you an hour and a half wait? I can get you in right now. So you're going to have to hire people to stand in different cities to scalp your or we restaurant. Can do and once it. we scale it, yes. Okay. Okay, raise out. Uh, Morgan, number two. I mean, I've been trying to make reservations at restaurants, and I've had a lot of issues. So I know this is a thing. So I'm interested. But do you want to buy one from him, or do you want to yeah, invest in this? I would like to invest. <laughs> yeah, because so you would spend seventy five dollars to Hold guarantee on. you a, me- a seat, and then have to pay on your meal for your meal. Well, I'm just saying, right now reservations are a hot commodity. Trying to find them is crazy. Even for a weekend, it's hard to find so them. So how's he even booking them right now? Well, he's booking them for Valentine's Day, yes. so it's out right now. So I'm saying Lunchbox, I'm interested, but I want 60% of the company. Ooh. Wow. 60%. 60%. She got wow. you. How would you get 60%? I'm the, no, get out of like here with it, that. Morgan. I'm sorry. I, I, I respect your offer, but I would like to hear from the other people Eddie, if I have other offers. Man, I love to gamble. And this sounds really cool. It sounds like we can make some money yes. if we do it right. Problem is, Lunchbox is in charge. I don't like his work ethic. If I were to come to you and say, I have the same idea, do you want to do it? Absolutely. Okay. I know your work ethic. You're a hard worker. Five restaurants? Dude, you'd be at 100 right now. I'm you, out. You, I'm out you, just because it's Lunchbox. 100? You can't go too big. If you scale too fast, then you go bankrupt. Amy. I'm out. Yeah. I'm not giving my credit card out. <laughs> I can't sit here and be like, hey, guys, you should really check out LifeLock. And then be like, take my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just randomly put it on places and sell it. Uh, I'm out. So the only per- person that you might have interest is Morgan. 60%? Well, I'm not giving up 60% of my business. But it's it's not a business. She can just do it herself. It's not like a business to give up. Okay. We'll see who wins. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to go to court. Okay, keep us posted. Yeah, are you doing this? I am doing this. Okay. He already has five reservations. Got five reservations. Has anyone asked for them yet? Not yet. I mean, because they're still a little bit out. I mean, you guys, the panic sets in about five days before when people realize, man, I, I, oh, my wife been mentioned, mentioned in that restaurant. Oh, man, it's all booked up. Where can I find a reservation? Oh, Lunchbox has it. $75. I mean, we do have listeners all over the country. Exactly, guys. We have a built-in audience that needs reservations. <sighs> Let us know how it goes. <laughs> I will. <laughs> but you're not out any money. Not out any money. Yet. 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 Okay. Yeah, because his card is just holding. holding. Right, 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 right. Okay. All right. Come it, February 14th, it might be like charge, 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 yeah, man, charge. I think you should hold it until the morning of the 14th, honestly. <laughs> that's the point. Because that's where, like that early afternoon, that's where you'd probably get your best business. So that's a risk, though, because they have your card, and if you cancel... And hey, starting a new business is risk. Sometimes you, you know, a lot of businesses. Tell me that, about that. Tell me yeah, about starting yeah, a new business. A lot of bi- new businesses they burn through cash, and so they're not uh, cash positive, and so you're you're losing money the first year. That's fine. Lunchbox is a great opportunity. He may leave the show. He's so fan. This is be such Woo! a big deal. You make so much money. You can be out of here. Yeah. Wow. It's the best bits of the week show. with Morgan number two. 
Eddie admitted that he's been cheating. No, nothing crazy like that. He's been cheating the system at home with some laundry situation. And it was really fun to hear this because, listen, we all get it. Laundry sucks. But is what Eddie did actually right? I don't know. You got to listen and decide for yourself. Number four. I think this is really funny. Eddie tells me, hey, listen, I've been cheating the system a little bit. What do you think he's been cheating, Amy? I don't know. Games here or taxes? Whoa. <laughs> what do you think, on Lunchbox? <laughs> Easy. Whoa. If he's cheating taxes, I don't think this is where he's going to say it. I start crying. Yeah. Oh, I'm cheating my taxes. <laughs> well, that wasn't it, but he has. Uh, gambling somehow? Oh. Okay. Lunchbox, what do you think Eddie's cheating? Man, Eddie cheating. In, so we know it's not the wife. We know it's not. <laughs> yes, it's not the wife. Gosh, man, what do you do? What do you do in your life? Cheating your mortgage. Nope. nope. Got to pay that. He's in the right direction, though. What do I do in my life? Eddie, what have you been cheating? So since my wife started working, guess what? I'm doing the laundry, right? I'm in charge of the laundry. Well, I hate spending all day doing the laundry, and then the kids come home, and then they start taking all their clothes off and throwing in the dirty clothes. I would imagine with four kids, a wife, and yourself, that there's a lot of laundry to do. After, like, three days, I mean, you're talking about mountains of laundry. So... As soon as I see them take their clothes off, I grab it, I throw it in my closet. And then the next day, I just hang it back up. I don't wash it. <laughs> <laughs> so they're thinking, they're like, oh, my new shirt that like daddy just washed. No, uh-uh. You're not going to wear a shirt for two hours and then throw it in the dirty clothes so dad can do the laundry. Uh-uh. I'm hanging it back up. D- what if it smells bad? Uh, I do a smell test quickly. If you throw it in the closet, does it wrinkle? A little bit. Do you shake the wrinkles out? Do you dryer the wrinkles? Absolutely. You get that shirt and you... And get that wrinkle out. And they haven't noticed? No, not yet. I've been doing it for two weeks. Have they, has it saved you a lot of time in laundry? Oh my gosh, Bones, you're talking hours, hours of laundry that I'm not having to do just by hanging it back up. Has it taught you anything about respecting the person that does laundry? Absolutely. I mean, for the last 16 years, my wife has been doing laundry and I tell her, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry I never helped with the laundry. That is some hard, hard work. Amy, what do you think about that? I mean, as long as he's smelling it, making sure it's good and it's just been worn for a little bit. I don't see a problem with this, but I would take it the step further to where you don't have to like be sneaky about it. Why not explain to your kids, hey, you've had this on. Stop putting it on the floor. Hang it it back up. Yeah, done it. I have one kid who he's just got a problem. I don't know. I might ask a therapist someday. Like he has to change every hour. Like he literally is like, ah, wore this this shirt for an hour. I need a new one. And so I've told him, dude, you got to stop doing it or I'm going to make you do the laundry. He just doesn't do it. So this is my solution. What were you like as a kid? Oh, I would wear stuff like three days in a row before. Yeah, I loved my pants. Like at jeans, I'd wear for weeks, not wash it. I didn't need anything washed. Is you? this hack? Uh, we didn't, I have a lot of clothes, so mostly right, I would try to yeah, wear Eddie. them, not dirty them. But my job was if I had a nice pair, a nice shirt or a nice pair of pants, because I'd have like one or two pair of jeans. I would try to not get them dirty, and I would try to figure out if I wear this on Monday. Is it, can I wear it again on a Wednesday or Thursday without people making fun of me? Mm. So I was always trying to find that that healthy gauge of being able to wear it twice, sometimes three times in a week, without people noticing I was wearing it three times in a week. Right. It's school. Right. In here, I listen, all I wear is sweats anymore. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> yeah. I had the greatest job in wearing sweats. Amy, your thoughts on an Eddie's hack? Yeah, I mean, I think it's okay. I think it's fine. And I hope that you can eventually get your kids to where you don't have to sneak it. Have like them that. handle it. I would like that someday. Anything else you want to admit to cheating to? Is there anything else? Right now, no. Taxes. No. No, no, don't cheat on those. You cheat on games on the show, yes or no? Do not cheat on games. I will tell you guys. You've been accused of using the camera to zoom in on my desk. It's not even possible. Okay, just making sure. 
It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. You gotta love when the guys on the show get all put up to something crazy, and this one was definitely that. We heard about some men's lace boxers being put out, and we put all the guys on the show on the spinning wheel, and now somebody has to try out these lace boxers, and he is not thrilled about it, let me tell you, but I'm just not gonna reveal too much. You can listen to it, or you can go watch it at bobbybones.com, because honestly, everybody's facial expressions are definitely worth watching. Number three. A company that does lingerie for women is doing uh, lace underwear for men. <laughs> I, a- Amy. I, I don't really know if I have words. I, I don't know what, who is this for? Men. But, it, you know. Men. I, like, so men Just would men. say Just, sometimes the uh, lingerie, I mean, the lingerie can be for the woman or the man. Like, it yeah. can make you feel a certain way and confident and all the things. I never feel certain ways or confident. <laughs> <laughs> is there something I can wear that makes me feel certain ways and confident? Maybe this. Wow. <laughs> Maybe. Give the cost shot, is Buzz. around $35. Many stylish colors, they say. The material used is an original men's lace which provides improved stretch and strength. Oh. The lace itself features a large floral pattern, elegantly finished with images of leaves and motifs. So here's the thing. <laughs> I don't think they should approach this the same way they approach lace with women. Yeah. It's not about flowers and leaves. It's if you're going to appeal to men, it's footballs and hammers. Yeah, motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, that should be what the shapes are. They did say men's lace. <laughs> men's yeah, lace. But I don't the, again, it says again, Original men's lace features floral patterns. Right. No, we no, that's not what we yeah. want. We no. want soccer balls and Sonic hamburgers. Like if it had a Dallas Cowboys star on it, yes. I'd be down to do this. It would make us <laughs> okay. Y'all would wear lacy underwear as Possibly. long as it had like you know your things not, on it. We're not saying we would. We, we're saying there's a better chance of it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, with the flowers, there's no chance. I don't know if lace even feels good. Uh huh. So, I, mean, I bet it breathes. Try it out. Order a pair. Spin the wheel. <laughs> Order a pair, then someone... Oh, Here's gosh. what we do. Here's what we do. No, Amy. Here's what we do. Sorry. We put all the dudes on the wheel. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. We spin it. Oh. It, it lands on them, and then we know the size we need to order. Oh. And then we order it, and the person's got to wear them for three days. I think they oh. count packs of three. Okay. But not like model in it or anything. Just wear it and review it. Wait, yeah. Ooh, ooh. And you have to like Dude, surprise your significant other with it. No, like, she will It won't freak. be a surprise because we've talked about it publicly now. We played a game. Oh, well, they don't always listen. No, my, Caitlin never listens, but it pops up on Instagram sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like if we keep the club off Instagram, which, <laughs> <laughs> it could possibly be a surprise. So that's what we should do. We should spin the wheel maybe later in the show. Okay. Ray, you good with this? I mean, y'all are Yeah, my wife's going to hate it. All yeah, this... my wife will throw up. Are y'all different sure. sizes? Uh, yeah, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I'm probably a little bigger. Oh, okay. What? Okay, assign sizes to us. Well, yeah. I don't, no, I don't want to assign. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> no, they yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Sometimes it's What size stretchy. underwear would we all wear? You could all wear me, me, a medium. Me. You could all wear a medium. No, no, no. Let's talk about it. Me. What size would <laughs> I, I wear? Know. A medium. What size would Eddie wear? A medium. Okay, you're not playing snug, the game. Snug medium. You're not playing the game. Eddie's not. Eddie's narrow. Yeah, man, I'm narrow. <laughs> Listen to her. <laughs> Do you ever want to be called narrow? Like fit, I, I like, in shape, thin, that's okay. But well, narrow, narrow feels like the weirdest. Because I don't like commenting on people's bodies, but I think he's narrow. But you started it by going, we're all the same size. That's I just started it by bodies. being like, we don't have to spin the wheel to wait to order. Mike D in this? Yeah, why would he not be? I feel like okay, Scuba perfect. wants to wear this. <laughs> like He's one of those weird dudes that would wear this, no problem. Uh, all right, let's do this. Let's spin oh, the wheel. Oh, Whomever it lands on, we'll order the box of three laces. They'll have to wear them for three days in a row. And they have flowers on them, you said? 
they do. Do we need another practice spin? Nope. Here oh. we go. Let's spin, spin that wheel! Oh, come on. Come on. It's come all on. the guys on the show. Oh! On a wheel. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Can't do oh, this. no. Oh, no. Can't do it. Eddie. Yes! <laughs> oh! By one Jimmy! ring! Eddie. One Eddie. Ring! Eddie. Oh! I mean, it was meant to be because... My wife is going to kill you. Why? She doesn't up. want to see me in lingerie. You never know. So did she see but, you? But has she seen you before? Yeah. And no. now you know that. No. Then how long have you been married? 16 years. Maybe this is just a spark to, yeah. to bring the fire back. This is not good, dude. So or we'll order them. Oh, my gosh. We have no idea when they're going to come in because <laughs> they're out of stock right now. But as soon as they're here, what size you want, buddy? Large? Let's go large. Comfortable large. Yeah. You want small large or big large? No. So, yeah, smaller large. Smaller, smaller large. Yeah. <laughs> this is not good. All right. So Eddie lost. <laughs> Nice job, Eddie. Oh, I was only one spot away from that. <laughs> yes. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. It finally happened. Mike G got his Pokemon card collection appraised by Dr. Lori. Now, uh, you guys can hear all about that here in a little bit. Hill, did you have any like crazy collections of anything maybe growing up? Maybe you still have them. I don't know. Yes, I used to collect rocks when I was a kid, which I feel like all kids <laughs> did, but I still have them at my parents' house. And what's special about it for me is my papa, he knew that I collected them, so he would find little rocks, and I have them. Like, I have one here in Nashville. We named it Rocky. So creative. Um, <laughs> it actually has a face, but it's not a drawn-on face. It's, like, from natural like it has a natural face in it okay so I have like a couple of rocks that he's given me that are like special to me but I still have them at my parents house I put them in a um do you remember what's the name of that candy it was like a a shock tart or something like that I can't remember what the candy was what it literally slipped my mind so it was like a sour candy yes and I think it was like a gum of some sort but I remember it's a big jar and my mom had bought them at some point and so I have them in that jar of whatever gotcha. that candy is. Okay. And one time I went home to visit my parents and in the middle of the night at three in the morning, I was sleeping and I'm woken up to, it's on the top shelf of my closet. My closet shelf falls and all the rocks come like down on the ground in this shelf and like all my clothes and everything that were hanging in there. It was the loudest noise. And my dog Maybell was sleeping with me. She like ran and jumped on my head. <laughs> she was so scared. And I thought, I'm about to wake up and there's gonna be somebody in my room. Like, what is happening? Because it's pitch black and you can't mm-hmm. see. So I turned my little flashlight on and look and all my my little rocks are like all on the ground. And <laughs> yeah, but I thought I was like, I'm gonna get something's gonna happen to me. I'm gonna get kidnapped. But yeah, no, I still have my rock collection. Okay. So so why rocks though? You know, I don't know. I was kind of a weird little kid. Um, I just I wish I could remember the first rock that I picked up. I just thought they were so cool. Like they're all so different. And so it wasn't just any rock. Like it had to be something that was pretty. Okay. And if I went somewhere, like I would try to find like a cool rock. Um, But then I think when my grandpa started giving me some is when I was like, oh, like this is fun. This is cool. Because he has, (laughs) maybe this is where it started. (laughs) My grandpa has, um, well, it was Rocky, and then he gave me Rocky, but he had Rocky at his house, and when I was a kid, he'd have it in his window. I would give Rocky baths, so he would let me. I got an old toothbrush and a bowl with some soap and water, and I would scrub Rocky, and Rocky would get a bath, 
And so I don't know from there, I was like, <laughs> oh, I love rocks. And so I started collecting them. And then now I have, I have Rocky. So do you still collect them in your adult years or you just still have the collection? No, I still have the collection um, at my parents' house. I have two of the rocks here and I think both of them my papa gave me. Um, I'm try- I have one in my bathroom. It's like kind of, I've made it into decoration. It's sitting there and I have no idea what the story is behind. I cannot remember where it came from, who gave it to me, but I know it's something special because it's at my house. But I can't remember if it was like my mom, maybe me and her went for a hike here and she picked it up and brought it back. Or if my grandpa did get that one. I don't know. All I know is there's a rock in my bathroom and I don't remember where it came from. But I have a couple here in Nashville that I brought with me. Okay. It sounds like it's definitely like a connection to your family too, which is why that's adding up. There's like... I mean, otherwise, it's just the rock collection and you're just picking it. up rocks all the time. I think yeah. we need to talk. I, I think my sister thought it was so weird. Like, I'm sure anything I did because I was a baby at the family, they were like, <laughs> you're weird. Um, and the fact that I still have them, I think my mom recently did ask me, what are we going to do with these rocks? I'm like, oh, you're going to yeah, hold on to them. It's not like this is a collection you can sell. <laughs> right. Like, are you hoping to pass it down to maybe kids one day? Is that your goal? Um, you know, I have not thought about this. <laughs> I don't know if my mom just like wants to hold on to it. And if I ever have kids one day, maybe they can play with the rocks. They're going to be like, mom, what are these? We want toys. Yeah. No, mom has rocks. Here you go. (laughs) Play with these and be happy. Just don't put them in your mouth and choke on them. Maybe I'll get like a garden or something and just like have my rocks. Maybe you create a rock garden and you can, this is a great idea. Mm -hmm. When I get my own place, I have a couple things like that are special, like memory type stuff that I want to hang in my house. So maybe I can do like a rock garden and have that like a butterfly garden and have my little rocks everywhere. You could have a little butterfly garden. Funny story. What are they called? My recollection memory. But but speaking of butterflies, my sister used to grow butterflies. You can grow a butterfly. So I'm trying to remember their name. They're the monarch butterflies. You can grow them. Oh, yes. no, they were a caterpillar. No, so my sister used to be so fascinated with them. Well, like, yes, they're caterpillars. Yeah. Like, so you get them as caterpillars. They send them to you. This company used to do this. I don't think this is a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. But monarch butterflies, she loved them, right? Mm-hmm. And at our old house, our old family house, we my, my dad had a shed, and these were back there. She'd keep them back there, and they were little caterpillars, and she watched them grow, and they became these monarch butterflies. That's so cute. And, oh, she had a whole collection for so long. And then one day, I, I can't remember if they got out on themselves or if she let them go. I don't remember. But still to this day, like, I see a monarch butterfly and I think of my sister. Oh, Yeah, that was her little her little collection. I that didn't know you could grow those. I'm going to go do some research on this. Well, it's so funny. Like, I, you know, I was thinking about this whole topic and you're talking about rocks. My sister had monarch butterflies. I know, I'm sure there's others, but I think it's crazy to look back as as just like a kid and kind of like, you know, childhood and seeing all the different things that I got interested in, but I never yeah. like continued, right? So like we would go on vacations. I would always collect cards from them. That was one thing that I collected. So I had cards from like Cancun or cards from a That's state cool. we went to. I, I still have them somewhere. I don't know. They're at my parents' house. <laughs> Side note, my parents don't throw away anything, which they say is a blessing. I say like they, there's probably some of the stuff they should get rid of, but I'm – I always gave them a hard time for it, but now I'm really glad they haven't thrown away all of that stuff because I right. love it. I love going back home and just like 
just it's like nostalgia yeah. automatically when I walk into our storage room. It is. It's so much fun to go back and look yes. at everything. Well, and, I, and you know, my mom saved all of my dresses from prom and so everything. So like when I went back home, I did a video in that doing all of those dresses. Like so. So they keep everything. So I know it's there somewhere. But so cards was something I collected when we would go traveling. As I got older, cards became shot glasses. <laughs> Um, also of which I don't know where those are. Some of them I think I brought to college and they got destroyed. Do you have some here in Nashville? Mm, Do you have one that's displayed or you used to have it at your old apartment? Well, I did. So my sister got me a Nashville shot glass before I moved to Nashville because my whole life I've always said I'm going to move to Nashville. Yeah. And so before I had moved here, my sister got me a shot glass that was from Nashville, Tennessee. And that was like the only... One, I think I carried through my... I can picture it. Is it mm-hmm. in your guest room or something? Yeah, it's black. Yes. Uh-huh. I know exactly what it is. Yes. I can picture it. That's so crazy <laughs> that I like can remember that specifically. That is funny. That, that's a very specific memory, Hill. Um, yeah. That's so weird. But yeah, she got it for me. So that one has still... That has ventured into my adulthood. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of the other ones quite quite made it. Um, and then... I, mm, this one still makes me mad. So out of all the things that my parents kept, right, they do, they've had garage shells over time and they have gotten rid of a, a decent amount of stuff. But in one of those, in one of those garage shells, my entire Polly Pocket collection got sold. Oh, no. Because I used to have this really cool leopard massive case that I would carry around everywhere with me. And they sold it? That was in there. It, they think it might have been tucked in something else and it got sold with it. Yeah. And still, because now my niece is getting into Polly Pockets and I'm buying them for her. And I'm like, I had a huge collection you had for all you. Of them. And like the older stuff's the best, mm-hmm. like the stuff that we had. Yeah. It's like so, so cool to find stuff like that and yeah. be able to let them play with it. I mean, we, I, we do still have like, I mean, we have tubs upon tubs of Beanie Babies, Barbies. I mean, oh, I have so everything. many. And I have a ton of Build a Bears. Did you ever do Build a Bears? We did Build a Bears. I don't think we ever like collected them, though, maybe just a few. I had a bunch. That's one of those things. I can't think about it. A lot because it makes me mad that I wasted so much money. Because if I was going to get one, that was one of the things mom's like, okay, you're going to buy it yourself. And you spent a lot of money on Build-A-Bears? Yep. They had to get the outfits. They had to get How bows. many do you think you bought? Oh, Lord. Um, I would have to get mom to count. Just off the top of my head, I want to say 12. I mean, that's a lot because each of those costs, more. with all their outfits and stuff, Morgan, at least about, $50. Are you about to do the math? I can't. I mean, <laughs> at least $50. I just think about it. And when I look at them when I go home, I'm like... Oh, man. I could have bought like a bear for $5 at Walmart. Why did I spend yes, $50? But you didn't get a mehe, you didn't get a stuff for yourself, and you sure as heck didn't get a kiss the heart. Exactly. Like, it, I brought that thing to life. Mm-hmm. You did. Maybe so, the only thing I bring to life, but I brought that thing to life. It's fair. So, but yeah, I mean, if, you know, my nephew, if he wants to play with them, he can. Um, if I ever have kids, they can play with like my mom has some stuff of ours that mm-hmm. she's like holding on to I think she has some of like my first outfits um and she has some of my like earrings uh from whenever I was a kid like my first ear piercing and stuff so she holds on to stuff but she actually used to buy um she's probably like why would you share that um <laughs> before like my sister even had my nephew my sister may have been married may not have been married my mom like bought something and she was like, this is for my future grandchild. And I was like, 
I'm sorry. Is there something like I don't know about? And she's like, No, I'm like I'm getting mm-hmm. I'm 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 getting this because I like it and I want my future grandchild to have it. I'm like, Okay, that's a little strange, but okay. No, I'm like, yeah. I think I, I think my mom did the exact same thing because she kept it like, Hey, if you guys have kids one day, yeah, these are things you could pass down. But like also too. There used to be a thing. There was like the Scholastic Book Fair, right? But there was I loved the book fair. I loved to read. There was an extension of that. It was like Scholastic, but it was like all kinds of different so stuff. So many things. It wasn't just books. And my mom, because it was like this huge like sale, right? Mm-hmm. My mom would buy a lot of stuff and she still has it brand new. Really? For whenever my niece and nephew or, you know, if any of the rest of us have kids for them to use and play with. And they're like coloring books. It's everything. That's so cool. There's like bins of this stuff, right? And it, yes. is, it has like the old designs. I love that. Mm-hmm. Do they still have the Scholastic Book Fair? I think so. I think it's still a thing. I, I, I think it's probably been revamped and changed more than yeah. I we mean, know. But. We probably can't do this because it would be super creepy for like two 20-something-year-olds <laughs> to go. But I just want to go to a book fair. Like I want to go mm-hmm. back to a book fair and just bring back all the memories. I remember like getting to pick out the book and then mom would send me with money and buying the book. And yeah, my mom also has all my, um, my books. Did you want, did you read Junie B. Jones? Yes. I was just about to say yes. Junie B. Jones. She has, that's another thing I uh-huh. did collect. I have every single one of them and my Love mom them. refuses to let me have it because she wants to keep them at her mm-hmm. house for that. She goes, I'm the one who bought them. Um, but yeah, my mom has all of those. Those are too. such good books. That was my favorite book as a kid. Every time I we got a new one, that. I was like, what are we reading today? I was like, Junie B. Jones is going on some kind of adventure. Yes. And I would get those from the book fair. We'd have to go track them down mm-hmm. somewhere and we would buy them. It wasn't, I loved going to the library too as a kid, but we would actually buy the Junie B. Jones books and we would hold on. Did you know that she died? Yeah. I Bible do remember parks. when that happened. Cause I was really sad. I was like, oh, that's. I was no more so Jones sad. Mm-hmm. That really made me sad because mm-hmm. she was such a big part of my childhood. When but I, I love Junie B. Jones. I do say, you know, and I don't know that it's as, you know, not having kids or or just not knowing enough people that have kids. I, something that was so cool to me, and, and you just like re-sparked the memory of libraries. We, you know, we had our library at school that I always went to, but we had a public library that we went to often. Mm -hmm. And I literally, just when you were talking about that, remember the smells. I remember exactly what it looks like. Like, yes, sitting in the chairs, getting different books. Mm -hmm. I am the The, same way. The huge computers they used to have that you could get on because nobody really owned their personal computers at that time. And I loved going and looking up the book on the computer to Mm -hmm. figure out where it was. It was in a little library card. Like, I'm taking this out today. Here's my little card. It makes me so sad that kids probably won't get to experience the library like we did Mm -hmm. because I loved when my mom would take us. And when I go back home and I like drive by the libraries that I used to go in, I don't even have to go in and I can envision like everything where everything is the kids section. Cause if I go in now, it's probably going to be completely redundant. It's going to be really sad. Yeah. But no, I remember specifically how they had the kids center set up and I don't know. I just, I loved going there. But then I also too, I'm like, how did we know what to get? Because these days, if I like want a book, I Google like what are good books or I'll ask people. I guess we just grabbed things that looked cool. Oh yeah, it was based on covers. Like I think then covers were very important. Yeah. Right. They were more like, you know, you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but we We did. did. (laughs) We absolutely did. Like, I think I remember too specifically in that, in that library, I read the Caterpillar book often. I loved the Caterpillar Mm -hmm. book. 
Did you ever read To Give a Mouse a Cookie? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That, one. that was so cute. And then um, there's a fish one. Yes, I love you. No, that's the movie. Um, I love you. The, uh, is it one with the bear or the, not the bear, the bunny? I Yeah, I think so. But it's like a mom and a daughter. But it's like, I love you. OK, this oh, one's gosh. a bunny one. And my mom has it. I'm not allowed to tell this story. Never mind. Yeah. But it is a funny story about the book. <laughs> but I do. I liked that. Oh book. yes, I love. It's love you forever. Okay, it's, it's not that it, one. The, the I was picturing the cover, and it's a little kid sitting in front of a toilet, and she is like a, made a mess in the bathroom. But I it's didn't love read you forever. That one. Oh my gosh, Hillary, and anybody who's listening, it is the most cutest book ever. Oh, I ever. It's from. It. It's on Amazon for literally not five dollars. Read it. And Aww. it's the cutest like story. Look, she she's literally sitting in front of a toilet. Oh, she's so cute. Mm-hmm. See, like covers like that. I just, I love. But it. yes, there was a fish. A Do you scaly remember the color one. fish? Yeah, the the colorful fish? one. Somebody made a meme about it recently. Rainbow fish um, kids book. I'm just like googling over here, remembering things. And what was the name of that? Yes. Oh, um, the rainbow fish. Is that the one you're talking about? <laughs> that's literally. Yes, that's the yep. name of it. The rainbow <laughs> fish. <laughs> I liked. That I remember that because of the scales. There'd always be one that was like stand out above the book. Yes. Mm-hmm. There was one book. Um, the girl had like. Um, it's like not measles, but do you know what I'm talking about? She like had, um, like purple spots or she would like change color. She was like stripes. And then she was like, I know what you're talking about, but I do not remember that one. Her name was, I don't even have anything to go off of to to type that book in the Google. What was her, what was her name? I can picture her. And she was like stripes. And then she was like purple polka dots. Stripes. Let's see. Let's see. Stripes. Purple Purple polka dots. Kids book. Girl. Kids but girl, I mean, we're, we are shooting at straws here. A bad case of stripes. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's her. Mm-hmm. That's her. She's colorful. Yes. So we're just, I mean, we're giving out all the old school books. I'm sure so many like parents and people that are our age are remembering these books, but totally read these to your kids because I loved them. Yes, there were so many good ones. That Caterpillar book, I did love that one mm-hmm. too. Oh, did so you ever have all like the, um, like the Mr. Happy and the Smiley? Um, what was that? It was like a series. I don't Mr. Think Square. So. No, I don't. Have, I don't did you not read that? that? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got to pull that up because if you see it, you may know it. My kindergarten teacher, she had all the characters painted on the wall, mm. and so I do. I, 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 I just, just remember that. And, and maybe parents can attest to this who have kids like in school around that age right now. What's Mr. Happy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there it's the Little Miss collection. That's what it is. The Little, the little Miss. Miss collection because we have. I just really miss chatter, Mr. Chatterbox, Mr. Bounce, Mr. Muddle. They're a bunch of misters. They have misses somewhere. I just wonder if like books are as popular now as they used to be with phones and everything. I'm I'm so curious and I, you know, I can't attest to that because I don't know. I mean, yeah. my niece and nephew have so many books and they love them, but I do like they also have screens. Like I just wonder what that's like having that difference because like we had screens but it was like Disney Channel and you had to like wait for things to premiere and right. all of that but I don't know it's definitely different I started reading a lot lately and it is on my phone I do have a library card and that's how I can read them but I do want to actually go to the library mm-hmm. and like go I don't even I don't even know what our check library out. looks like here it's close by to work we is have, it we have one close by to work yeah oh I was gonna say I've never been that's where I got my library card from you do have a library card for here. Mm-hmm. It's like my physical, like I have the physical copy of it too. Dang. Yeah, so you, you should kept go get up with one. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't I've read enough been, now. I don't, if somebody were to ask me, what have you been watching lately? 
literally nothing. I have not watched anything in probably two months. I have been strictly reading every single day. I love that though. Like, I just good for you. I just haven't. I don't know. I just okay. haven't watched anything. Before we we get into Mike's Pokemon collection, what is the one book you would recommend people read? Oh man. Okay. Um, you're gonna hate these. Um, there is a series I'm reading right now. Don't tell me they're these murder mystery thriller things. They are. They are. Hillary. That's what I was gonna say. It's like I have to put a warning on it because a lot of these murders are so graphic and like horrible, but the author just tells the story in such a good way. Like I don't figure out who it is and I can typically like kind of figure it out, but her name is Karen Slaughter with an I K A R I N Karen Slaughter. I've been reading the Grant County thriller series and then now I'm on the Will Trent series, but she has one book that I started off with and it's called pretty girls and I'm telling you again, warning, it is very graphic and disturbing, like the murders, but it tells a good, like she just does a good job telling the story, but it is very graphic. I will not be reading these. You will hate them. <laughs> Don't read them. But I do have a lot of um, books on hold I want to read. Listen, and I, you know, since I haven't been re- reading much, besides my, my favorite book that I will always suggest to everyone is The World is Blank, a book about hope. It's fantastic by Mark Manson. Is there a cuss word there? Is it just called blank? Yes. No. Oh, okay. It's, it's I was like, <laughs> uh, but it's a book about hope. It's a, it's a whole thing. Um, but I have been watching. You just freaking spun that in my brain. I've been watching Daredevil, and I've been watching Iron Fist, Luke Cage, all of the Netflix Marvel TV shows, mm-hmm. and they're so dark, Hillary. You know how I can binge things, right? Yes. Binge very quickly. I have been watching these for like four weeks and I cannot get through like more than a few episodes oh a day because they're so dark. Yeah. And I cannot do it. I, I can't even do that. And that's like, it's not even real. It's a lot. <sighs> and we're very happy people, but I don't do dark. Well, no, I don't do dark don't. thriller or anything. like It that. doesn't. Yes, it does bother me, but like I'll skip a couple paragraphs. Like there are some things I'm like, I just can't. And like when they do the autopsies and stuff, I'm like, I just can't like, it, I just don't even know how you can start. You know, I don't know. Like it's <laughs> they they are very disturbing. I can't I can't reveal anything. I told one of our friends because um, I introduced her to this app I'm reading on, and I told her about like one, just one of the crimes, and she was like, "Nope, can't do it." <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, yeah, it's pretty bad." But well, at least just, it's interesting. At least you have a good. You, you've been reading a lot, which is good for your brain, good for yes. your mental health. So it's a good thing. Yes, probably not what me. you're reading, but um, no, I think once I finish with this series, I'm going to maybe, I mean, I do love mystery. I'm going to read the seven husbands of, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Is it Evelyn Hugo or the seven husbands? Girl, I do not know. Well, it was trending on Twitter the other day, but, um, is that because it's getting made into a TV show? Cause that's where I come in. <laughs> you know, I don't think it is, um, <laughs> or a movie maybe I love, I'm pulling up my little, see, this is it. Yes, the seven husbands of Evelyn, Evelyn Hugo, Verity. Everybody talks about Verity. I'm like on, so I'm on hold. Like this is my little library card, and I'm hold on hold okay. for all these books. Um, the guest list somebody recommended. Yeah, I just get like recommendations from people, and I go and put it on hold because you do have to like check it out. It is like the library just virtually. And I'm on hold for a lot of these. But yeah, the next one I'm going to read after the series, I think I may go with Verity first because a lot of people recommend that. 
And then the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I've heard both those are fantastic. I love that. I mean, you got lots of reading to do. Oh, yeah. I can read them in a day or two. So those are some good book suggestions. I know we have a lot of people that love books. So yes, great suggestions there. And you guys right now, I mean, I hope you loved our our conversation of walk down memory lane and all of the cool collections we used to have as kids, particularly <laughs> Hillary's rock collection. I love that rock collection. Um, but you, right now you can hear Mike D get his Pokemon cards appraised by Dr. Lori. Number two. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Dr. Lori. Pound for pound, one of my favorite guests we ever have on the show. She is. She <laughs> pound is, for pound. She's so smart. She is so entertaining. She is so, so fat. <laughs> no, no, like boxers. That's like. Uh, listen, Dr. Lori. I'm kidding. If I'm, I'm offered you or Garth Brooks, like because of the nature, I'm going to take Garth Brooks. But all things considered, like you are our fa- one of our favorite guests. I take back pound like for pound. To- Okay, I, I just like to be in the same sentence with Garth Brooks, and I want to. I want to cook with Trisha Yearwood. Please, can you make me do that? Absolutely, we'll make it happen. Um, I love her. Okay, we have some anyway. stuff to talk about. First of all, Doctor Lori, I got to tell you, since we've spoken to you, uh, we put mm-hmm. one beanie baby on eBay. It was a what was it, Mike? Pouch. It was pouch. Yeah, we sold it for twenty one hundred dollars. I know it's wonderful what you do for charity. It's fantastic. I'm excited for you. Good. That's great. And with like HBO Max having this whole movie about Beanie Babies, are you now? Yep. Are people reaching out to you more to go, hey, will you will you please appraise this stuff? Oh yes, sure, yes, yes. But but you know, uh, these things are everybody has them. So you know, you have to get the right expertise, and you have to know, of course, where you can get the money for them. So you know, you have to be able to evaluate the whole market. You know, which is what we did here with the Pokemon cards, too. So that's why she's here, because Mike D., our head writer, one of my best friends, he said, I have all these Pokemon cards that I've been collecting as a kid. And so you have seen them all, right? I have seen them all. It's a pretty good, you know, pretty good um, variety of them. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good assemblage. So (laughs) talk to me about the card that you saw where you're like, wow, that one there could be worth the most money. Oh, okay. So a couple of things so everybody knows what they can look for. So if you're out there and you have a card, you know what to look for. Um, a couple first editions are good to look for. Promos are good to look for. If there's a specific contest, event, something like that, holograms are something that they look for. And if your card is PSA graded or not, that impacts value. Okay. So what I was excited to see, which many of you probably would think, oh, yeah, that makes sense, would be Pikachu. So the Pikachu cards, but not any Pikachu cards. One of the cards that, excuse me, one of the cards that Mike D had um, actually has a couple of things happening. It's a promo card. It's also a card that features Pikachu. It's also a card that was from the first movie, which meant that when the first um, Pokemon movie was uh, debuted, this card was part of it. So it was a limited edition. So that was pretty good. So with respect to that card, let me just say, if you want to be buried with one card, Mike D, that's probably your card. Love it. (laughs) If you want to, yeah, pumped now. I don't know anything about Pokemon. So Dr. Lori, I'll tell you, I know nothing. So when you start talking about characters, except for Pikachu, I know nothing. Yeah, it's pretty complex, I have to say. You know, there's the wizard, there's the game. You know, and recently, as you guys um, talked about earlier, uh, $347,000 is what was paid for one of the illustrator cards, a trainer card. And that card, there are only 41 of them ever made. Can you imagine so if she that- gives some crazy big number right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm start- My heart's starting to beat a little bit, though. That's okay. I mean, that's, but it was sold. Who it was sold by is equally important. It was sold by one of the guys, one of the four guys who developed the rules for the game. 
So that becomes relatively important, too, when you're looking at value. But getting back to Mike's cards, Mike's cards, in fact, that Pikachu a promo card and it has all of the different symbols and all the different stuff that you're looking for, you know, colored uh, stars and diamonds and promos and all of this stuff that we look for holograms, that particular card. And here's where your $350 offer was way too low. Our loan was one card. That one card was 500 bucks. Nice. I got that card when I went to see the movie. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I thought you about to drop a $25,000 on it. Oh, 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 okay. that's, that's a big card. She, she threw a $300,000 number out there and then hit us with five hundred. dollars Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I'm sorry. That was a, that's a nice card. That's a nice card. Okay. Now, that card, of course, will increase in value over time. Right now, you're seeing a lull in the collectibles market. And, of course, everybody's going to run now that we see this big number for that Illustrator card that just sold, that you know $375,000 number. Other cards have to be really perfect. They have to be in pristine condition and no creases, you know, and the, the text has to be good. It has to be a very sharp print, you know, uh, on that card. A lot, lot has to happen to make it pretty valuable. But 350 I don't know. I, I think Mike's going to need to take all you guys out to lunch. Okay. Okay. What else <laughs> we got here? All right. What else we got? We've got a Mew card, which is relatively unusual. We've got another bunch of Pikachus. I'll just stay on Pikachu for a minute. We've got two other Pikachu cards in the just the compilation. You sent me five sort of sleeves of cards to look at. And in looking at them all, the Pikachu was a nice card, um, but not worth as much as the one that he got when he went to the the movie. Because, you know, the movies and the contests and the tournaments are really what's what makes it what everybody's looking for if you were in that that realm in that arena at that time so the other pikachu ones are also a couple hundred bucks but there was the there was the mewtwo card and the mewtwo card was also and the mew card and the mewtwo card were also promo cards and those cards are um important for a couple of reasons now his cards have shadows so you're saying Oh, they have shadows. So those of you who don't know much about the cards, they actually added a little shadow around the boxes where the actual pocket monster is. The picture of the pocket monster, if you look over to the... I know you're laughing at me. You're laughing at me because you're thinking, how the heck does she know all this Picayune stuff? And I know it about everything because this is all I do. I have no family. I have no kids. I have no husband. This is all I do. So, but having said that, that particular card, the Mewtwo card... um, and the Mew cards come in around 450 bucks each. Whoa! Oh my goodness! Let's go, Mike D. How many does he have? Let's go. He's I got have two. two of those. Wow! Two of those. That's 900. So right now go. you're about 1,300 bucks. Yeah. Wow. Hey, wait to not sell, dude. You idiot. And I got, <laughs> and I got those and, for free. You guys are so funny because you always want to sell everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else so we got, Doctor Lori? Okay. And then what you have is you have, um, you have the Slowpoke card. Now, remember, you got the basic Pokemon cards, and the Pikachus were wizard cards, and so was the Mew card. It was a wizard card. So that becomes important as well, which category of pocket monsters or Pokemon there are. Now, you guys made me work kind of hard because I had to brush up on my Japanese, too. I had to, some of you, you have some Japanese cards that are re- relatively rare as well. Those come in in about the, one, the $50 to $100 range. Like fifty, eighty-five dollars, something like that for most of them. And then there's slowpoke. What do you think slowpokes work, Mike D? I would say maybe two hundred bucks. 
Yeah, Slowpoke's worth about $40. Oh, oh, so, oh losers. The losers. Right. So, so you start to see where you really have to assess the market because there are folks who want to, of course, sort of drive the, the values up even though they're not selling for that much. So this is what we tend to see. You had some that were just $5, $10, 40 bucks, you know, under 50 bucks, let's say it that way. Um, but others, for the most part, you had some pretty good winners on those first ones. So I was kind of impressed by just the little bit of your collection that I saw, because I'm guessing that you have more than five or six sleeves of Pokemon cards. I do most have a bunch. Pokemon collectors do. So with what Mike sent you, he's got about $2,000 yeah. worth of cards there. Oh, probably a little more than that. But yeah, you I would say $2,500 worth of cards easily. Yeah. Mike, I wasn't yeah. trading my Beanie Babies for your cards. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep my cards. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Mike has $2,000 in Pokemon cards. Lunchbox, how do you feel about that? I mean, listen, I didn't know it paid so much to be a dork. And you want to know how big a dork Mike is? He has it in a Pokemon binder. <laughs> Careful. Like, I mean, dork alert, nerd alert. Hey, let's walk in. You want the chicks be flying away from you when you walk in with this thing. <laughs> Dude, you look ridiculous. Sorry, but congratulations. I thought you were like, yes, complimenting him. No, I, I, I am. I mean, I've never seen a bigger nerd that he actually has a binder that is Pokemon on the outside. This is him being jealous, Amy. I know, but it's like it was, he's about to be like, I'm so happy for Mike. And then no, he like, turned and went like, I'm going to attack. No, no, and I, also, Mike D's married. He I understand. <laughs> I don't know. once she saw, I mean, they were already in the relationship before he revealed these. Oh. Uh, Dr. Lori, so I have been talking on the air. and we, You and I referenced this before you came on for a second. Um... I have something that we have found at my house that I think is very valuable. And I didn't know that you did like real life antique stuff as well. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. I think what I have found at my house, it could be worth a nickel or it could be one of those news stories where people go, he didn't even know it was in his house. He tried to throw it away because that's what happened. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I tell, um, I don't even want to say it. I don't, I don't want to say what it is on the air. Well, then save it. Save it. We'll, well do it some other time or I'll do it for you. But how I do, I, know, how do I get it to you? Do I just take a picture of it and send it to you or what? Yes. Yes. Take a picture of it. Send it to me. For, for your listeners and, and, your, and your viewers, they could always send something to drlaurieV.com. You know, it's right there. It's on my website. Find a value. Send a photo. You can do that all the time. Um, and, you know, you, of course, can just get that photo to me. It's not a problem at all. But I appraise art, antiques, collectibles, everything. I've done it since 1998 in my national tour and, of course, online through video calls. So Sure, sure, sure. Okay. But the, awesome. po the Pokemon cards were a lot of fun to look at, and he has a good collection. And, of course, keeping them in pristine condition and adding to the collection as you can uh, will only increase in value there, Mike D. So it's good you didn't take a lousy 350 bucks from Bobby. Well, to be <laughs> fair, I said I'll give you 350 for like 30%. And I, th I don't yeah, think okay, that would have okay. been a, I don't yes, think that been that. a bad deal. Yeah. So, you did do that. That's yeah. true. So Mike, I, that's true. <laughs> Mike, the value has gone up. 351. <laughs> All right. Uh, at Dr. V on Instagram. Dr. Lori V or DrLaurieV.com. Lunchbox, what are you manning about? Man, I might just start looking for stuff. Like, I might just start going through my house and finding some things. Yeah, or going to, you like, should. going to, like, uh, Goodwill and finding Pokemon cards and buying them. Do you no know? I mean, I'm, I got to tell you, I, te I teach a lot of people what to find at, Goodl at Goodwill and in thrift stores. You know, because I've done this a long time. I'll teach you what to find, how to resell it. People are making a lot of money following me. And so, they and just, I want them to make it. I want them to succeed. Why not? You put this information up on your Instagram or on the website, right? 
I will. Okay. I will. At Dr. Lori V on Instagram. Dr. Lori, uh, thank you. I'm sure we will find something we think is worth money and ta- and contact you soon. Okay, guys. I love you. Take right. care. Bye, Dr. Bye. Lori. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Coming in hot at number one, got to put Lunchbox in this top spot because he finally made his list of the top 25 most famous people in country music. And boy, was there controversy all over the internet, the phones. I mean, you name it. People had a lot to say about this specific topic. So definitely one to listen to and then probably go watch. You know, the video is pretty good, too. Number one. Months and months ago, Lunchbox declared that he's one of the top 25 most famous people in country music. And you stand by it. Absolutely. Still am to this day. And Walker Hayes was in studio, and he's had his star grow. By the way, he's passed you an Instagram followers, too. That's fine. I looked. That's fine. Because you were talking about how he's not (laughs) as famous as you are. He's not. I mean, a one-hit wonder, great. I mean, he has songs. But he has multiple hits. He's got one massive pop hit, and then another country song that was top five. Okay. So... We've asked you to bring in the top 25 famous people in country music. Yeah. Let's start at number one. I want to know who you think is the most famous person in country music. That's easy. Garth Brooks. Okay, so classic. Got it. Garth Brooks. Go ahead. Uh, Number two, Carrie Underwood. Anywhere she goes, people are going to swarm. So I guess I'm confused. Is this only current fame? Like Dolly? Uh, Dolly's on there, but she's not number two. Okay. I'm not going to question your list. Okay. (laughs) Garth Carey, go ahead. Sam Hunt. Interesting. Superstar. More than Luke Combs? More than Luke Bryan? Yeah, I mean, Luke Combs, if he walked in, like, if Luke Combs walked into Home Depot, they would think, oh, he's just here to buy lumber for his next job. They would not think, oh, my gosh. Wow. I would disagree with that. Yeah. Luke Combs can't go anywhere. Put Sam Hunt in a flannel. He might look like he's doing some work. Sam Hunt at three. Who's four? Thomas Rhett. Okay, five. Uh, Blake Shelton. All right, there's your top five according to Lunchbox. (laughs) It's his list, man. It this is how his mind list. works. It is his list. Blake Shelton has so much notoriety like across all genres that's because why, of the voice. Exactly. But that's why put, he's there. Okay. But you put Sam Hunt over Blake Shelton? <laughs> and, and wait, did he do Thomas Rhett too? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, number, Where, are you in the top 10? <laughs> no, I'm not in the top 10. Okay. All right. Number six. Don't be crazy, Bones. Come on. Keith Urban. Got it. Seven. Uh, Miranda Lambert. Eight. Reba. Yeah. Nine. I mean, and then Dolly Parton. It's interesting that Dolly I mean, she's so is famous. below Sam. Very she's bizarre. so famous. Yeah. It's interesting Dolly Parton is below yeah. Sam. Like, Hunt. she can't go anywhere. I bet she can go places. Like, okay. maybe, <laughs> she's, I mean, in her maybe she's number one. Yeah. Like, that's but alive. I don't know if it's because Nashville, too, people leave them alone. But, like, I've seen Carrie Underwood at the mall. Like, and she was shopping alone. Like, nobody was bothering her. You didn't bother her? I, we said oh, hi. Because we were in the same store. You would have bothered but, her. Absolutely. Bothered her or said hello? Both. Okay. What number are you on? Uh, who did I just say? Dolly. Okay, I'm on number 10. At number 10. <laughs> Maren Morris. Okay. I mean, she's on all genres, right? She is huge. Yeah. Mega star. Not arguing with you. Number 10. Number, Thank you. Number, okay, let's get into the number 11. Luke Bryan. I would have put Luke in the a little higher than that. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Jason Aldean. Okay. Chris Stapleton. 13 is Chris Stapleton? Yes. 14. Eric Church. 15. Kelsey Ballerini. 16? Luke Combs. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Luke what? Combs is at 16? Yeah. Okay. Just... And all these are megastars, or they wouldn't be on the list, but I would think Luke Combs would be far up the list. And you think Kelsey? I just think looks-wise, Kelsey stands out. Oh, yes. Okay. Like Luke Combs just looks like a normal dude. 
and Kelsey, when you see her walk in somewhere, you're like, okay, that's someone famous. Luke Combs, like, he doesn't look like a model that's on TV. We, you know? we understand you don't think Luke Combs is good looking. You said that like eight times. No, I'm just saying, like, oh, you model, guys are asking. Model. But Luke Combs sells out football stadiums. I understand that, but he what could. About when, what about when you walk into a room? Like, but Luke Combs. Uh, but Lunchbox, he's like one of the most top 25 famous people, but yeah. If you, you just walk into a room and no one knows that you're coming into the room, do yeah. you feel like people are looking at me? I, I feel like eyeballs immediately look at me. What number are we on? We are on number 17. Okay, so Luke Combs is 16. Yeah. Go ahead, 17. Morgan Wallen. Okay. Okay. Number 18. Kenny Chesney. How's Kenny Chesney below? He should have been up higher. Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, I mean, eight, okay, go ahead. He, he, people forget about him because he's not around town. I don't okay. think. Okay. 19. Caden Brown. 20. Dirk Bentley. Okay, we, we finished our top 20. You're, you're not on the list yet. No. Who is lacking from the top 20 that you would have put in the yeah, top who, 20? Yeah, who's missing? Think. Tim McGraw. Oh, Tim McGraw, of course. Faith Hill. Faith Hill. <laughs> Tim McGraw, especially. Yeah. yeah. Still making hits, still in 1883. Trisha Yearwood. Good one. Uh, George, oh, well, George isn't in Nashville. Yeah, George. Uh, but country music. We're talking about country oh, music. Oh, I thought it had to be. Oh, then okay. George. Yeah, yeah George. <laughs> <laughs> he can't go anywhere. Like, yeah. I mean. If he has on a baseball cap, maybe. Shania. Oh, my gosh. No, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Number 21. No, no, number 20. Uh, number 20. Dirks Bentley. You said that one. Oh, I did. Number 21. <laughs> Tim McGraw. Oh, okay. There's there he Tim is. <laughs> he finally showed He's up. He's like honorable mention. <laughs> is Taylor Swift in the oh, top Oh, no. Taylor. No. Tim she... McGraw's like a MAC team, a college football team that makes it back into the top 25. They're really good, but small. That's just not accurate of what Tim McGraw is. Okay. He's like global superstar. Friday Night Lights. No, I understand. I mean, okay. 1883. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Do people watch 1883? Is that yes, a big show? I do. I like it. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. okay number 22. Trisha Yearwood. Number 23. Lunchbox. Oh, my gosh. I want to see who falls behind him. Yeah, me too. Number 24. Brad Paisley. This is ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, Brad no, Paisley. I, yes. He's on commercials, guys. Yeah. Okay. He should be way before yes. Lunchbox. And number 25. Uh, just making a resurgence, Faith Hill. So because she's in that show. You think you're more famous than Brad Paisley and Faith Hill, and then everybody else we didn't mention, like Willie Nelson. Oh, Willie. Come on. Yeah, who remembers that guy, right? Yeah. So that, you're putting yourself at number 23 on the list. Yeah, 23. I thought I, I nailed the list perfectly. Toby Keith? Him. I mean, he's, he's in good. In country music? Yeah. Like country, country. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. He was popular. What was your criteria here to make the list? I mean, I just looked at, like, <laughs> I, I think about fame and who people would recognize and who people look forward to seeing. And Toby Keith, yeah, in the 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But, I mean. I feel like, Zach Brown. by every name, he's like, what would. Zach what Brown. Would I mean, they- come on. Oh, yeah, Zach Lady Brown. Lady A. Oh, I mean, Lady A, if they go places separately, they don't know who they are. They all got to be together for people to recognize them. <laughs> Dustin Lynch. <laughs> No, no, that's not. <laughs> it's just, come on. I mean, you're str- you're you're grasping there. Wait. Um. I mean, he's fine. He has songs. He he tours. He gets people to come to his concerts. But yeah. Hot 25, relax. Little Big Town. Nope. Okay. Same thing. They if they're to all together. <laughs> yeah, great. But if they're just separately, no one's gonna notice. Are you notice kidding? Them. They're so recognizable. He's not kidding, Amy. Well, he's at number 23. Yep. And he is beating out Faith Hill. <laughs> And Brad Paisley? Yes. Yes. All right. Well, there you have it. People wanted the list. Now you got it. 
Boom. Okay. And I mean, it can fluctuate. Things happen. You move up, you move down. Will you let us know if How you How do they move up and move down? Well, you let us know if you move up and move I down. I will. I don't care about them because it's his list. I don't... <laughs> Yeah. In his list, Sam Hunt's more famous than Dolly Parton. Right, yeah. right, and right. to clarify, yes, it's his list. Yes. Nobody helped with this. Nor does anyone agree with this. No. But they, Why, you guys think I should be higher? Did I did I rate myself too low? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you, though. Thank you. Thank you. And there you have it. That's Lunchbox's top 25 list of uh, people in country music. They're, uh, at number 23. We should check back like every three months, Mike, and see where he falls on the list. Maybe he's, had a, maybe he's had a good quarter. Yeah, it fluctuates. And, like and I said. moved up and down. Yeah. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Hill, thank you so much for hanging out with me. This was fun. Thank you. I we know, caught this up is on so life. Fun. I An- know. Another long podcast for all the people who are who are dying. If I if I ever go short, they get really sad. So it's oh, a okay. good thing. How long? What are? What do we think? Uh, I mean, roughly around probably one twenty ish. for for our speaking part. Just speaking. And then yeah. when um, our great producer Kevin puts it all together, it's probably gonna be like two and a half hours. Yes, so. Shout out to Kevin. <laughs> He's awesome. So if you've been making it through this entire thing and been h- hanging out with Hillary and I as we, like I said, walked down memory lane, talked about Valentine's Day. I mean, our celebrity stories in Nashville. It was it was just fun. A fun little, yeah. little catch up on life. And I'm glad you you stopped back in, in the studio to hang out with us for a little bit. Yeah. And it's always fun doing these because I feel like we're such good friends, but we learn something about each other. Yes. And we're like, oh. These are much deeper conversations we have on a podcast than you would think people have in in real life, but it's really hard to have these conversations because nothing spawns them, right? Nothing creates these conversations. Right, because we have very deep conversations, but it's like these are very topic specific. And so then we're and we're thinking a lot back to memories Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and sharing things. I think it's really fun to look back on memories. That's that makes me happy. I do, too, because I feel like it kind of gives you an idea of why I'm the way. (laughs) Yes. I mean, this is this is who I've become in 28 years. And I'm giving you a lot of reasons, explanations of why I am who I am. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And and you even got some book suggestions from Hillary. I mean, there's just a lot up in here. So I'm really up, up and in here. Wow. Up in here. Words. I tend to get worse as the podcast goes on. I've noticed. That's as okay. Well. The more I keep talking, the more I it's flubber. It's hot in here. We're mm-hmm. like both sweating. It's we're just yes. we're it's done. Like we've had a sauna workout while we've been sitting here yeah. doing the podcast. We've powered through though. But uh, he'll let a, let the people know where you, they can find you. In social media, not I in still, real life. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't really want to give my address out. Um, Instagram is Hillary Borden, and then Twitter is Hillary Borden. I need to get that fixed. I just need to message server and be like, can I have my Instagram name? You need to. You and Abby both need to do that. Oh, <laughs> Abby's though is like totally different ones and they're complicated. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to ask me Abby's right now, I could not tell you what it is. No, I think it's Abby underscore Anderson something underscore. I And then see, no. singing Abby. Abby sings on Twitter. That one's, that one's easier for me. Okay. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could. But She's yeah, you and your little period too. Yeah, I need to. It throws me off, but make sure you follow Hillary. Go check mm-hmm. her out on all the things. Lots of Georgie, her doggo content. Literally all I post about is my dog. <laughs> I love it. We're living for it. And then you can follow me at Morgan. all the things. Follow me on TikTok. I'm pretty sure I got shadow banned. I don't really know what's going on over there. <gasps> What'd you do? I don't know. Apparently I made somebody mad because nobody can see my videos anymore. That's weird. Yeah. Something happened. So Did you post something inappropriate? I don't think so, but I did get one of those notifications at the bottom when I posted my little like compilation video from last year when I was jumping off a boat. It said the actions in these videos are by professionals, so I don't know if that's what spun it. But then I deleted the video and I'm still shadow banned, so we're here. Weird.
We okay. are here. I made somebody angry. Who knows? Somebody at TikTok. <laughs> um, so yeah, go follow me to make you know TikTok realize you know I'm not super lame. I guess I don't know. I, don't know I, I feel like happens. they think that you're a troublemaker. Is how I take it. Like shadow yeah, okay, band. Go it means follow like me so they know that I'm not a troublemaker. I mean, and I like could inappropriate, be. and you're not at all. I have very very mild content. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so confused by this. I mean, you had a video of you stabbing an apple mm-hmm. and then cookie. I think you've posted. Have you posted cooking before? Uh, yeah, on TikTok. Yeah, I, okay. I don't ever get on TikTok, so I only see it if you post it on Instagram. But I think I've seen all of that. But yeah, decorating yes. your Christmas tree. Who can get upset with po- like decorating a Christmas tree? Listen, I don't know anymore. I don't know. That's crazy. So okay. yeah, Whatever. go follow me on all the things. But make sure you also follow the show at Bobby Bone Show because I'm always tweeting, Instagramming, Facebooking, all of the things and I would love for you guys to come positively interact. No trolls, please. Thank you. That's all. That's all I got. That's all I got for today. I think and you now, did good. I'm losing my words. That's I'm okay. losing track of everything. Sneezing in here, sweating, all, the, all <sighs> of it. I know. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me, Hill. Love you. welcome. Love you. Bye, friends. Bye. Bobby Bone. Bobby Bone Show. Bones. <laughs>